Well, before we begin our second episode, um, as is tradition, we must take attendance. So uh, once I call your name, please answer as such. Nicholas, here. Ing? Present. Betteridge? Uh, here. Austin? 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 in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Six Talk Podcast Network. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Yeah, he's not here yet. Uh, we'll get on his case, actually, in a couple minutes when he arrives uh, after watching the Raptors game, but... In, but until then, we are starting, well, from our standpoint, a little early. Good evening from Anime North for night number two. We are in our usual perch here inside the, inside the Delta Hotel's Halton Room. And this is episode 11 of Anime Roundtable version 2.0. Mike Nicholas, Kevin Ng are here, are here to start initially, and we have a special guest, our second guest actually, after uh, having Fred Schott uh, do an interview earlier today, from Zan in Canada, the, formerly the blog and now the podcast. I, I'm, I'm actually tickled to have uh, Jesse Betteridge here from Vancouver to enjoy uh, Anime North and um, to do some, he did some panels earlier, yeah, but it's great to finally uh, meet you in person. Yeah, and Mike, I'm, I'm very happy to be the tickler in this situation. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to run the Zon in Canada blog, which was uh, very much an opinion blog uh, regarding anime in Canada, anime like on TV and stuff. Uh, it is, uh, the blog is no longer. Uh, I mean, you can find it on archive.org if you really want, but... Um, yeah, it's it's not coming back, but it is back in podcast form. And uh, unfortunately, I do I can't stay too long today, and that kind of throws a wrench in my own plan, which was to hijack this show <laughs> later on and turn it into an episode of my own podcast, <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to uh, record Just, something when I got home. But yeah, whatever. I can't. Uh, I, I this is what I get for um, waiting too long to get a hotel and having to get an Airbnb. Hope you're feeling better. I, mean, I'm, I know I'm you're okay. a bit under because yeah. you, you told us what I happened. Just, I, had a, I had a headache, and I ate too well, much. Well, as I said, so. uh, falling ill it seems to have over, has, has become a bit of a tradition here in, uh, at Anime North because uh, Kevin fell ill during one episode last year, and then James fell ill during an episode last year. At least it wasn't in the same episode. That was a terrible fever, and I had to work the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm not sick. I just, I'm just getting old. And ate too much. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think you're still more than a few years behind me, young man. Also, so. I, don't, uh, I didn't have any coffee today and somehow still did two panels. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Actually, Actually, I don't know how I did that. Let's, we'll talk a little, well, I wouldn't mind talking about them. I know your time is limited yeah, right now, no. but which, one, which parts of this do you want to talk about? Do you oh, want to okay, talk about well, your impressions of Anime North? Or, uh, so I've wanted to come to Anime North for a long time, but... It is so fucking expensive to fly within Canada that, you know, flying from Vancouver to Toronto just was not worth it because I am from Vancouver. And 
but uh, since this was the 15th anniversary of Bionics, I figured it would be a great excuse to do a panel on that here and just, you know, because I figured if, if it's going to be, if that panel's going to work anywhere, it's probably going to be at Anime North, um, where the, which has the largest, uh, is the biggest anime con in Canada. And in some, some cases, it has been the um, largest anime con in North America that's not Anime Expo, at least. Uh, um, depending on the, which metric you want to use. Depending on which metric, because yeah. there's all sorts of crazy ways you measure this stuff. But, but yeah, th- th- that has been the case a few times in the past. But, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I reached out to Dave Merrill, because I understand that here at Anime North, they don't do panels like literally every other anime convention does. You, if you, the way it normally works is that when you're submitting a panel, they, they actually have like a, what, a list of topics of panels that they want to do. Partly, yes. Partly. And then if you submit a panel, they will put someone else on your panel who wants to talk on that that's subject, whether you like it or not. Interesting. I, which is... Interestingly enough, that's how I ended up on the podcast panel today. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, what, like, yes, sure, like it's 1978, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, Dave Merrill told me that if I, if I speak with... Um, with uh, the program, uh, the with the programming department too. directly, um, which is and which I, which is Norman Eileen. And yeah, they, and Norman Eileen. Uh, and, and, and Norm's been on this show quite every year. We've done Anime North, yeah, and, he, yeah. and we're expecting to do him to do a segment later. Actually, great. Uh, that's that's fantastic. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I did. The, I, I submitted the Bionics panel. I also did a couple of the other panels that I've done at, at other panel. At uh, sorry, at other cons in the past, like usually SakuraCon and, and Anime Revolution in Vancouver. I also did last night. I did Amazing Anime Deaths, Basically, which which, uh, is, which is I heard one of Daryl Surratt's. Um, yeah, you were you were panels. you were talking about this at the last uh, the last uh, on the last episode. I know. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't rip it off from from yeah. Daryl Surratt, but you know, similar idea that just kind of came up, and obviously there's a lot of overlap on it. Um, and honestly, my mine is nowhere near as good as his is. Yeah, we know. Uh, I'm we not know even that. like. In fact, I, I was gonna tell people at the beginning: if you've seen Daryl's, don't even waste your time with mine, or at least set your expectations much lower. And uh, but I, I didn't because we had there was a little bit of a mix-up um, because. I was uh, I, I arranged this entirely with Norm over email, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I, I originally submitted it as eighteen plus, and he said, "Wait, what? Like, why does this have to be eighteen plus?" And I'm like, "Well, it says it has incredibly graphic violence and nudity and, and lots of f bombs," and he's like, "Oh, that's that's fine." And I thought he meant it was <laughs> like you know, as long as it's eighteen plus, it's fine. What he meant is that it doesn't. They don't need to even check ID or do anything. To restrict access, which is weird to me because it, at most anime conventions, if you even say the word "fuck," you're you're automatically eighteen plus, which is incredibly stupid. Um, so how? So in that sense, here. But it's... yeah, I found out that, and I'm like, there was a a little bit of confusion as we, we were starting it because like the the guidebook know, actually I, did saw, list my panel as eighteen plus, and I did sit, sit and watch myself. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that was that was a, a bit of a public. Uh, um, back and forth but i i didn't realize that you know it that the panel as it was as i pitched it was didn't have to be 18 plus and like that, that's surprising because my panel had the uh, breast milk decapitation scene from hinden gauss oh my god and yes uh and i like i directly pitched at the norm he's like that's hilarious it's fine. You don't have to you don't <laughs> well, have to you, make yeah, it 18 you, plus you kind of brought back some bad memories by showing apocalypse zero 
I, so, how could I not? Come on. <laughs> Thanks a lot. For, for the record, I, 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 I do hate that, but you have I to put it, it in there. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. Oh. I mean, I, we showed it in our, at our club back in the day, too. Oh, my God. Good for you. Never oh, had the pleasure of watching oh that show. Oh, my God. Or displeasure. Oh, my I didn't, God. I didn't see the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I well, would just hear about it. I will say, and uh, there's no way Sir Rat's listening to, the game, to, to this, but I will say I enjoyed it, so I think he did a good job. Okay. But having not seen, ever seen Dar- the way Daryl does, does the same concept, he, I think I'm curious. Yeah, he... he, he my, I'm I'm really lazy with with the way I do yeah. it. Um, well, the constant gag between Merrill uh, between Dave Merrill and I, we we like Mer- uh, Merrill constantly tells me, you know, tag team. Let's try and constantly keep asking Daryl to come up for this, come up for anime. Yeah, North. and uh, so far he hasn't bitten. So, yeah, yeah, I have uh, I have not met Daryl uh, before. I, I haven't either. I mean, I, we just yeah. talked online quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen Anime Hell. No, sorry, not Anime Hell. I'm, I'm really tired. I've seen Anime's Craziest Death. Back yeah. in uh, it's a few Otacons ago, it's a good show. Like he fills, he fills that huge call seat, that huge like hallway that they have for it. Like there's got to be like eight hundred to a thousand seats in that room, and he fills it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I I did that panel. It you know great turnout, of course. Everyone I think it was. Really liked I think it. yeah. Um, for- it's. And yeah, I it, it got it got good good energy going, and it was a good opportunity to try and blatantly uh, pitch my podcast to people, which I don't think really works, but I do it anyway. And today I did the Bionics 50th anniversary panel. Yes, um, I really which, wanted to go to that. Yeah, yeah well, Kevin it was, was busy. Yeah, yeah I uh, was some, yeah, it it didn't no, it it, it went really well. Um, I managed to squeeze it into actually I, I went a couple minutes over and then the guy organizing the panel after mine which was for, uh, for Fred Schott um, <laughs> he, uh, he's just like oh you they should have kicked you out like five minutes ago and then I'm just like I apologize to Fred and he's like oh it's okay don't worry about Fred's, it Fred's an easy uh, guy as you can tell as yeah. you can tell um, well, well I mean uh, but uh, I mean you, I, I enjoyed the Bionics panel what, what little I was able to see and, and you played some interesting thoughts Almost. Yeah, I. Th- okay, the thing about Bionics is that there's not a lot of. F- can, can are you able to pick up that sound that we're hearing in the oh, background? Oh, we won. Yeah, the, just so you know, um, we won. We are taping this now, and we are taping this as the. Don't uh, worry. They're, about they're it. talking about sports, Actually, so I'm gonna just. The Toronto Raptors have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks 100 to 90. I think 94. So they have advanced to the NBA Finals. And um, I don't know if anybody, the microphones have picked it up. Fans here, the anime fans here are also, I guess, are acting like sports fans as well. Uh, and that'll be, that's also the reason why James is late. So we'll, uh, and we can now lose in the finals. To Golden State. Yes. Anyway, uh, let's, in back, peace. back, um. Yes, no more sports. Let's back, stop it. Back, on, um, <laughs> back, uh, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. So, like, there's not a lot of material to work with for that panel. So I had to, like, dig up a lot of stuff on archive.org. Um, you know, contextualizing Bionics is also important. So there's a lot of stuff about Toonami, comparing it to Toonami, mm-hmm. other branding on YTV. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great stuff has surfaced online lately. Um, there's one really great YouTube channel called Microphone, like M-I-K-E-R phone, that has a lot of really good uh, retro vintage footage, a lot of it from YTV and other chorus networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, also there's, of course, Retro Ontario, where someone uploaded... All of the Limbo, um, oh my god, uh, station IDs. Like, oh my god. Limbo was 
YTV's first attempt at a 12 to 17 block in the fall of 2000 it was terrible. It's a complete mess. Wow, you uh, do. Like, this tells you how much. I yeah, remember I watching this, this show called Opposite Sex on Limbo. and Featuring Allison Mack. Yes, a young yeah. Allison Mack. Yes. Yep. Wow. So, the, uh, yeah, her, uh, she, she, she became the pride and joy of certain sectors in, in Vancouver, let me tell you. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, and so a lot, a lot of it was just contextualizing bionics, and also I dug up stuff on archive.org, um, like old schedules, and I restored them, uh, which was an enormous amount of work because I don't know how to use Photoshop. I'm not a graphic designer, so I had to use really janky workaround methods to make it look the way I wanted to. And I not only restored all the original schedules from Bionics, I made 10 years of theoretical schedules for if Bionics had kept going, oh, which proved man. to be controversial, apparently. But I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, one person came up and said that this was like it was the best panel they had ever seen at Anime North, which I mean that that is flattering, but obviously they hadn't watched very many panels because uh, <laughs> like have you had they had have you gone to a single anime hell seriously? Well, maybe they're yeah. a Bionics kid like I was. Yeah, that's entirely possible too. That's that's entirely. Possible. I was raised on that stuff. It's, that's it's what made me an anime fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Bionic, the Bionics panel, I don't know if you have any listeners in Vancouver. I am planning to do it again in, in anime re- at Anime Revolution this year. Okay. And uh, I might... I, I'm not going to any other cons. I might try to see if I can get some other people to do it at other cons as well. But, you know, if, if that happens, they'll be free to make changes and stuff to the panel. But Cool. Um, yeah. See, yeah, I miss... Oh, go ahead. Um, uh, yeah, I... Maybe I'll try to put some of the stuff online after because, you know, with the amount of work I put into it, uh, sure I, I, I can't just restricted to just panels that only a few people are going to see. I saw some people recording my panel, too, so maybe it's going to surface online somewhere. Interesting. Yeah, check yeah. YouTube. Um, how much do you want to talk uh, about um, the your name panel? Your, your name <laughs> so, panel right now. Like, just for the... <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll go into it right now. It's fine. Because uh, I, I missed the first 20 minutes because of the uh, Fred Shot interview. Yeah. We did, yeah. Which, will, which people will hear event, uh, in a few days. But yeah, so I, oh, I, I found did, it entertaining. I did another panel called Your Name Starring Keanu Reeves. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say right now, it's about the lake house, which I think a lot of people will realize. Mike, well, figure that out right away. But I, I mean, I, like, this was my first reaction when I saw Your yeah. Name. I, when I thought about it, I just thought, it, it feels like Freaky Friday meets Lake House. Yeah. And I, 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 now, and I know I wouldn't be the only person to have thought it, and you made an entire panel about it. An entire panel about uh, it. An and other, other people have made this joke before. But I was the one who decided to make a whole panel about it, and um, it has gone over very well in the uh, in the few times I've done it. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this panel for because two things uh, for two reasons: one, Makoto, uh, Makoto Shinkai's new movie is coming out this year, and then next year uh, in North America. So, I mean, it's going to. Your name is going to kind of seem like old hat pretty soon. And, like, and, and then, I, of course, whatever the live action version and the you know, the live action. <laughs> Need, uh, needless Mark to say. Webb. Uh, movie, uh, it's it's going to be a little weird doing the panel after that, and I mean also the, I mean, at SakuraCon there is a um, there's a panelist called Lady Librarian, and she's been doing panels about Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, and Howl's Moving Castle for like about well over like thirteen fourteen years now, um, and I, I like I don't want to have my topics fall into that trap where I don't do anything new and just keep talking about the same. Same stuff over and over again. Um, 
so yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. If I ever if I go to if I, I'll, I'll, maybe if I ever go to Otakon or anything, I'll see. What I, can, I can do it there. But basically, it's in, in terms of you. You mentioned that it's like the, how your name is like the Lake House meets Freaky Friday. Uh, the the idea I present on the panel is that by applying the aspect of Freaky Friday to the Lake House, you fix the movie because it fills in <laughs> a lot of the parts of that movie that don't work. But um, then you showed you more the Korean movie. Yeah, you'll, uh, well, yeah, it's, that's, that's something I reveal later, that um, The Lake House is a remake of yeah. El Mare. Anybody who keeps up knows this already. So. Yeah, yeah, and that, that is a good movie. Um, the Lake House is not a good movie. The reason that it's not, the, the reason that the panel is not a comparison between your name and El Mare is because it's so much more fun to, to make, make fun, fun of, of The Keanu Lake Reeves. House. Because I, I tell you, like, a lot of that movie is boring and stupid, but there are some peak Keanu moments in that <laughs> film. True. And they are glorious. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I will say, okay, two things, two things I want to say. Um, one, I've seen Il Mare, but strangely enough, the DVD I got, which now makes me think it was a bootleg and it's long lost for me. Oh, okay. Because um, I have no clue what happened. I, no clue. Maybe I lent it and I never got back. I, I don't know. But the version I had was strangely dubbed only in Cantonese. So, oh, really? Yes. So I want. So if I want to say, so I do want to see a Korean language for a Korean. I, I believe there is a Blu-ray out I, for that, I, movie. and I would look for um, it. I think. I, I, I think it's had, like I don't think it's super common, but I think if like if the, you're willing there, to dig, I, and I don't think it's out of print or anything, but I think you, you can get your hands on yeah, a which uh, I would like to see North again. American copy. I would like that. to see again. Yeah, I, I've seen the Lake House, and it was predictable. Sadly. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It has the wor- one of the worst endings I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like, I-, I remember when I watched it the first time, I was just, like, appalled. I could not believe that they ended it that way. <laughs> um, and, it- and, like, and, it- and it- it's even more insulting when you know how the original MRI ended. Um, I- oh, sorry, finish your thought, and I'll give mine. I think someone's trying to get in. Is somebody trying to get into the room? No, uh, maybe I think it's. I think it's. It, we just for reference, the Halton room is beside the uh, staff staff lounge. So, um, so people. So there's stuff going in and out through this room, uh, through the back halls, and I think that's what's about to happen here. Oh, uh, okay. scooters. A, I think it's a scooter. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So the 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 panels essentially. Uh, um, just kind of mainly doing an analysis of the room and, or it's not, not the room, uh, doing an analysis of uh, your name and making fun of uh, the lake house as we go along. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it gets more interesting, especially with the revelation in the last couple weeks that um, there was, uh, like, I think uh, Keanu or Sandra Bullock, there was, like, a, like, I think Keanu did have a crush on Sandra Bullock in real life. <laughs> During speed, really? that's adorable. <laughs> so that, that 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 just adds to the element that <laughs> just they've had such a good chemistry, but um, they never explored a, a personal relationship. And we found and we found out that at least on one side, I think it was Keanu's side, there was interest. So okay, oh okay, but so that it's a it, so that's a talk that's a talking point. That's why I found a lot of this hilarious, just because in light of that news. That piece of news, which yeah. is now news to you guys. I, I can tell. Yeah, news to me. Yeah. But uh, that's where just Google that one, and you'll find, and you'll read that type of stuff now. Yeah, so, looking back on it, because obviously and, this is the second movie they did. And I know you mentioned at the beginning of the panel one thing that you also missed. Uh, I included some vintage footage of Keanu Reeves uh, with the uh, what's the name of the show he did on CBC back in the in the eighties. 
Oh um, yeah. Okay. I know where you're. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Just, anyway, I, anyway, I, I had a couple clips of that in there, which uh, I, I always like. Re- people always love seeing baby Keanu. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to ask about that. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I'm glad I got to do that panel again. Uh, it went over pretty well. And then I have one more panel tomorrow. Uh, blat- blatant copyright infringement in anime, which is all about um, songs in anime that are very obvious ripoffs of popular Western music. I will tell you now that pro- that's that's I seem to hear that a lot watching Netflix's um, Terrace House. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. Okay, so the other reason I had you on, um, and oh by the way, one other thing I I didn't realize you and Kevin actually knew each other, uh, do know each other, and yeah, and that you Kevin's actually done your uh, Zan. He was Zanin on like podcast. the first or second episode. Yes, yeah, I, I was, was looking in a very back early episode, yeah. and but, I was also I was on the forums for quite a while. Yeah, yep, so. sure were. Yeah. So the two, the, the, Good times. So the two have known you two know each other. So I, it's, that's worth my, uh, mentioning. Um, well, at length, we, la- last episode we talked about IFF, uh, International Fan Festival here now, mm-hmm. and yeah. how it goes with Anime North. Well, you have a like. What's your spin? I want to ask a bit about your spin, and I don't know how we this conversation could go, um, because obviously Anime Revolution is put on by the same people who do um, IFF. Sure is. And then of course this mm-hmm. is your first visit to Anime North, mm-hmm. which. I know may also draw comparison, some comparisons with anime ev, evolution, <laughs> the uh, dormant or maybe nearly defunct uh, anime evolution. Back it, in it, it, to, to say it is nearly defunct is very generous. Uh, that <laughs> that that, that just, convention is it, it is it is it is toast. So like it's they're, still they're, running. Technically, it's it, on quotation record. marks running. Technically like, on the record, um, um, well, and it's. Like the, the the folks that run that, there are some good people who try to run Anime Evolution, but they really need to just they need to do something different because try, trying to have this idea of trying to resurrect a, a summer convention when that that whole or like a three day summer convention when that um, that role has been completely and utterly seized from them, and you know some might say rightfully so. Uh, <laughs> They, they got. They got to just. They got to do something different at this. It point. feels like they got to rebrand, move to a different part of the year, or maybe maybe think of something to do besides a convention. Not everything has to be a convention. Yeah. Um, the art. The, there are other business models that don't involve an artist alley. Have you thought of the? Have you thought of any of those? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. No. Um, see, coming to Anime North, the very first thing I noticed when I arrived is that this con seems to be held together with duct tape. Um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, That's sort of how this convention has rolled, by yeah. the way, for and it remi- 20 it, years. It reminds me a lot of if Anime Evolution had um, ex- expanded to 35,000 people, it would probably look something like this. Um, granted, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think that Anime Evolution would, be cap- would have been capable of, playing of, of it, growing. Of playing the, it this way. Yeah. I think... Um, I think part of it is, uh, and I wish James was here now, because he'd pro- we'd, we'd be able to tell you maybe how it has managed in this form. Yeah. Literally because it has been here. The key thing with Anime North, and this is something that Anime Evolution never was able to do, is that it's diversified so much. There are, it, it, this is like several ecosystems of conventions combined together. Yes. Um, that so what is I, a good, uh, a very, very yeah. keen observation. So like what, what, everything that I have been doing here so far has been in the Delta Hotel. With I've been hanging out with like, like Dave Merrill and, 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 mm-hmm. and all the people who, who work, on, who well, work with the, Norm, basically. Yeah, but, well, Dave um, and... You know, I mean, we've hung out a, a, yeah. a, few, a little bit and... 
Yeah, exactly. And, 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 other fr- and of course, other friends from uh, other walks, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but we're all like one little ecosystem here. The, the convi- like, from my perspective, like, what's going on in here, that is kind of most of the convention for, for as long as I've been here. And it feels a little smaller uh, then, because of that. And I'm, I'm also surprised that I have never, despite the fact that there are, this is like one of the top five conventions in North America in terms of attendance, always, consistently, I have never stood in a line for anything yet. Um, which I'm told is not the case in, like, is not what you would experience in other parts of the con if you were in one of those other ecosystems. Like, well, yeah, the gaming yeah. side. Well, the gaming side takes place across the bridge, uh, across the um, yeah, I, the Dixon Bridge that, that goes over. Uh, I probably I probably will not even. It's a. T- it's it's yeah. okay. God, how long is the walk? Because I've never taken the it's walk like, myself. It's like maybe ten minutes, but. And apparently, in terms of the staff lounge, the better food is there. But, <laughs> but I always made the joke that like all the unwanted people go to the Sheridan. So the video gamers, uh, I think they, all the Yowie stuff is there now. Mm. Uh, I don't know if Doll North is there or not. Well, they're they're nice people, but it's all it's it's the alternative crowd, so to speak. Yeah, the, the Manga Library now. Yeah, Doll North is in the Crown Plaza. Sheridan also holds okay. the Manga Library, which is which has been a, which had been mm, a, yeah. a, a feature like that used to be in this. Yes, hotel. it was actually um, op- at the other end of this hallway, actually, yes. way, way over there. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's like there's it's all these different things that are just kind of strung together, and that seems to be how it how it functions. Like I have not been in the dealer's hall for more than 15 minutes so far just because everything I've been doing has been so concentrated in here. I'm hoping I can finally get over there tomorrow. I did see that flea market um, on um, Friday the night. Nomoni- for- Nomonoichi. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one, yeah. He, I, I you mentioned. I saw the tweet. I saw your tweet. I, I love the I, – I really – I love markets. Um, just any kind of market I, is something I, I, I love a lot. Uh, you know, going to Asian countries, just wandering around any kind of market, going to flea markets, stuff like that. I think it's a great concept. But uh, it was just impossible for me to carve out any time because I, I mean, I had my panel at eight, then I had to get to Anime Hell, which was the big you know, highlight the, for you. The, the second thing that I wanted to see after doing the Bionics panel here is that I want to see Anime Hell. How and I did, done. and it was awesome. Yeah. He, um, which, and I only get to see like the intro because then I have to, skid, I have to get, all, get, get away to start preparing for this. Yeah. Which yeah. and uh, it's always that's always the gag whenever we um, tape the show because we know we're going head to head against a- uh, anime hell. No chance in hell for us. I've always stated I'm at P- I'm okay, quite okay with that. So uh, ever since they moved it to Friday, I can't attend anymore because I'm always I always need to do takedown for Nomonoichi for mm-hmm. my own stuff. Yes, uh, that, that, that's my story. And I, when I did Nomonoichi um, a couple of years ago myself. There, so really, there's no other. We don't know of any other convention. Do any other conventions have that con- have the flea market concept? Uh, Not because the way he anime weekend it, in Atlanta does AWA. Yeah, that's, that's the only. Sounds one like, I know that sounds of. like an AWA thing. Um, but I know yeah. Dave's involved with that too. So I don't know if that Matt, if that's the influence or not. But yeah, I know they do, they do it for sure. Because it's because you the way you the way I looked at your um, tweet, you made it, and I I, I don't and I, yes, I'm naive. I don't always keep up with con- other conventions. It it just doesn't sound like it's a concept we see often. I haven't seen it at another convention, but I, you know, it's it doesn't feel. I don't think it's really a West Coast gone kind of thing to see something like that. So, but on that note, with with anime evolution, they never diversified the way that Anime North seems to have. It's like 
It's a for better or worse. Scenario. Yeah, uh, but the, th- the thing is, anime evolution. Um, I mean, what what anime North does is good because it's a, it's a centri- It's it's an east. Well, not east coast. It's an eastern. Uh, Canada. But eastern Canada, eastern North America, kind of run con in, in a lot of ways. Um, but west coast cons are different, and that doesn't mean they're either one is worse or better. But there are certain expectations with the west coast con because when you're a west coast con, you have a very distinct advantage over eastern cons and that you can bring in industry guests from japan very easily you were in the best position to do that anime evolution they ran for like for nine years nine years they never once brought in a single voice actor or industry guest from japan um and that is unbelievable for a West Coast convention, especially in a city like Vancouver. Yes, and we juxtapose that with what with IFF here, yeah. and obviously uh, Anime Rev there. So with Anime Revolution, like first, like the first year was terrible for Anime Revolution. It was mm-hmm. a total mess. And I, also, I should point out that as you guys were t- we were talking in the last episode, yes, Anime Revolution is definitely a for profit convention, mm-hmm. and. I, I, I don't like the idea of for-profit conventions generally, but for-profit conventions can be good depending on who's running it. Um, so Ken Yo, who's like the super rich guy who, who basically just dumped a bunch of money into this thing. And to be fair... So that rumor was true, okay. Um, that's how I understand it. Um, he, like, this, is, this is a business venture for him, for sure. Like, I don't know if it's like his own personal wealth, or I, I don't know, mm. like, I don't know the spe- any specifics about how, how, how the money's working for that convention. Um, but to be fair, like, if it is his own money, there are certainly worse things he could be dumping his money into <laughs> than an anime convention. Um, uh, but... So far, I think it has. I, I, I almost hate to say this, but I think it has been good that that at Anime Revolution has been um, has been for profit because that's the only thing that has allowed it to grow the way it has. Um, to take a step back again to Anime Evolution, um, they and and other like nonprofit groups in Vancouver, they they cannot get a major convention off the ground. It, they can't. It's like it's like New York City. Which oh, it's yeah. so difficult to get cons off because off the ground because everything it's just so expensive to do it anywhere and like the infrastructure and groups just cannot cooperate or get get things done the way and they need to. As I said, that's sort of the strength of Anime North because of how this area feels about hosting this convention. Yeah. Well, I mean that kind of like, you know ch- it's a chicken and egg situation. Yeah. Kind of. yep. Well, but... it's, it's so it's so like as I said, it's just the, because the because. Um, the whole the businesses, the hotels, the restaurants in this stre- on this stretch of road, they love this con- they love this yeah. convention because of the of the money it can bring in thirty thousand, thirty thousand people who will be spending who could be potentially spending quite a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's why yeah. um this that's why um, um Anime North holds a lot of I would I hate to use the word political power. In, or whatever whatever or something some sort of term holds influence. Nah, that's a good word too. That's that's sort of anime north. That's sort of how anime yeah. north is in this area, and probably why they stayed here. Yeah, like venues are, are have always been an issue in in Vancouver. With anime evolution, if if people are not aware, the majority of years that con ran uh, was on Simon at Simon Fraser University, which you may recognize from the movie G Savior, um, <laughs> and <laughs> rather notoriously, they did not. Ha- they, they had a very kind of shaky relationship with the university. Some at parts of the university liked having the convention there. 
others did not. Yeah. There were certain parts that just completely and utterly worked against them in every way possible. So um, they did... Uh, one year they uh, actually just got shut out of SFU for various reasons, and then they moved to UBC. Uh, the, that UBC year at U- University of British Columbia, they threw it together so quickly. Um, it, was a, it was a real gong show. The year after that, they made a special deal with the Vancouver Convention Center, the West, the, West, the new West basically Vancouver the, Convention the basic, Center, which is a, was the backdrops during the Olympic. Yes, in, during the Olympic. that is a it is the most gorgeous venue it is ever. A, it is, it a is really nice, beautiful. The, the best place to run any kind the, of event. Yeah, because the um, the the 2010 Olympic cauldron still stands there, right? Uh, from what I understand, or at least when I visited, the, the 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 torches there and that giant that giant raindrop that you see in the tourism ad mm-hmm. for Canada. Uh, is also there, and that's where you go in Vancouver when you want to become anime. Um, but <laughs> with, um, but they, they got a special deal one year. I think it was 2008 or 2009, maybe 2010. Um, no, it was 2009, when they got to use the Western Convention Center. Uh, but, they also, but the payoff is they had to move the convention from August to June, and for oh. reasons that to this day I do not understand. I don't know what happened here. Their, number, their attendance dropped when they moved to the convention center. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, a common conspiracy theory is that it was because it overlapped with provincial exams and basically high school students oh, couldn't come. that makes sense. Um, possible. But I, I, even that, in my mind, doesn't account for just how big the drop was um, or, or just the fact that there even was a drop. And then the year after that, they had to go back to UBC. And then, um, no, 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 no. well, specifically what happened was the, uh, they, impl- they implemented an HST um, on the tickets? In, well, they implemented an HST in British Columbia. Okay. Uh, but then due to various bullshit, um, the HST was – there was a, a, um, a petition to separate the HST again to PST and GST, and it was successful. And the result is that Anime Evolution got audited, and there turns out there were a whole bunch of tax problems, and that's one of the things that killed them. Um, so again, a lot of a lot of organizational problems. I I, I could I could tell you about I was about conventions say, that have tax problems, but yeah. I won't mention said convention. But <laughs> James, happened. James by trade is yeah. An I've been, I've done accounting so. and payroll, and trust me, I was asked a question about a certain convention. I said, well, unfortunately, if you compare them, unfortunately, they are yeah. in trouble, and they had to pay the uh, interest and everything else, I believe. So, yeah. but that's the way the. Uh, I'll go some days. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting into too much detail here. But no, but I, I, no well, don't worry. It's yeah. like great. I know about your payroll situation where you're going to an employer yeah. levy yeah. now and stuff <laughs> like that. So you're not an individual payer. Sometimes yeah. they have their employer pay. So trust me, I know the minutia and BC can sometimes get crazy, but yeah. now you're an employer levy. That's what you guys are for payroll. That's the new thing BC's talking about. Yeah, with, with but with anime evolution, yeah. Despite the fact that there are there are, there are some there are some good people who still work in that convention, it like it, there were just so many problems that caused it to fall apart. And then there was like a year of anarchy after, where like like twelve different groups all tried to start their own events. And I have to confess that I was guilty of also being one of the people who tried to start uh, start an event. And I was successful, and that event is still running now. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But the year after that is when Anime Revolution um, started sure. up. And uh, Kanyo, who, as far as I know, no one 
in the convention community really knew about or had heard of before. Hmm. And, you know... I, he might have figured into one of the stories we talked about last episode. Actually. Okay, I'm, I'm not sure, um, honestly. But uh, anyway, there's been, like, so much... Uh, there's so much mudslinging going on for, for a few years after that and, and a, lot of, uh, a lot of sour grapes going around in Vancouver, which is really unfortunate. Um, I mean, I know, I know that not con- convention communities are something that's not always going to be... Uh, cer- certainly not going to be something where everything, everyone gets along and agrees on things. Um, if that is the case in any city, I'd really like to know because that would be certainly extraordinary. Not, certainly um, not Toronto, right? Certainly yeah. not I've here. Heard, I've heard the stories from Mike. They've had some interesting stories from old CN and yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, from like the Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Um, there were Fan Expo and um, Anime North did have so, their rival. Like, so yeah, I apologize, Mike, for coming late. People are probably yeah, wondering why I'm coming. We'll in. talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So <laughs> it got remotely brought up. So yeah, remotely, we, because we heard that the Raptors won. Okay, we can yeah. talk yeah. about Eastern that later. We, 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 no sports. No, no sports yes. while I'm here. We'll talk <laughs> about <laughs> that later because uh, Sorry, I want to. We, we were probably kicked out of the hotel room because we were a little excited. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, I want to like because I, uh, Jesse's time is uh, a little short. It has gotten is a little short this evening. So and yeah. because um, well, it's already a, it's already a, from by our I watch eleven forty two. Don't don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, with with the anime revolution started, and from the very beginning, like they pin, there are certain things that they pinpointed that they knew would be critical, basically critical to their success, and things that anime evolution was not able to deliver. And one of those things was Japanese voice actors. They brought Joji Na- uh, Nakata. Um, oh, that was the, the first, first one. Yeah. I remember that was the first yeah. one they did, and they got Joji Nakata, and it felt like they're just going for the juggler regular with the guests and they got good guests out they yeah. made those relationships and they continue to like it's a question of why are they doing a event in osaka that was the one that left us quite uh, i don't know what's but up with you know that, what i honestly. mean like it's interesting I, how they're going really fast yeah. on expansion they went osaka then toronto you know my I mean? suspicion was that they did that to build relationships yeah, to build more relationships but somehow they yeah. built those relationships before because getting Joji Nakata for the first guest of your first convention feels I think, incredible. I think Marina yeah, Inoue was also there. One or like she, the her first, first North America, her first no, oh, her first appearance outside of Japan ever. Um, Marina Inoue was at Anime Revolution like the th- the third or fourth year. Oh, it was I the third believe. or fourth year? Okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't there the second year, so I, I can't remember what happened. Oh, they had they they, they brought Ariga in, Ariga in twice um, <gasps> uh, before uh, she sadly passed away. Um, but uh, with, um, yeah, and God, that first year, like, I'll, I'll tell you, I was at Joji Nakata's panel, and they had one panel room, and they had a, like, curtain divider between both halves of that room, and Joji Nakata's Q&A was on one side, and I, something very loud was on the other side. So, <laughs> it's, so it's sort of... It was so, like, it, like, obviously, I think, I think there were problems that came up at the last minute, but it really felt like... A lot of people there just didn't had never like. Have you been to a convention? Do you know how this works? It, it has improved a lot. Uh, I do. I do quite like Anime Revolution. It, there are a Don't lot of problems the with it. It's good. There are a lot of problems with it. Um, but you know, it, it is in many ways a convention that is is re- is representative of the city of Vancouver. Um, I know in the last episode you guys were talking about how it has this kind of um, pay for play 
kind of uh, kind of <laughs> aspect to it. Uh, Are you saying there's a little expense to living in Vancouver? Uh, Perhaps. <laughs> let's just say that, that the BC Liberal government has left quite a quite a, an impact in that province, and they're they're a not different type they're, of liberal government, they're li- right? They're, As they they're say, not we, liberals. We, we call liberals a little different on the you guys. Think, As you know, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys. You, you guys say you guys. You know, Doug Ford's pretty corrupt and everything, but. Policy-wise, he's got nothing on Christy Clark. <laughs> um, I, I well, I will say that BCs are a little more crazy over the years and stuff like that. We look at yeah. the history and the corruption, and especially in NDP. Just, yeah. Oh, just, boy. Just, yeah, 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 yeah just, that's true. But, just on the uh, subject of Doug Ford, just remember, Anime Hell took place in the same room Doug Ford gave his victory speech in last year. <laughs> yeah. So um, just for reference. Uh, <laughs> Truly in hell? Well, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, it is just the same room. I, I mean, I, 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 when I hear your story, and then we, when we juxtapose it with the experiences with IFF this year, I mean, some lessons were learned. Like, they, obviously, they came here with some of the lessons learned from Vancouver. And then now, that, now there's a few new lessons that are very Toronto-specific, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, Enemy Revolution... I, I imagine it's still always going to be a little different because Anime Revolution has they have to be that has to be the hometown convention there, whereas here they're kind of a a weird competitor and they can they can try different things. Um, the pay, like the pay for play feel of anime, of IFF. Uh, I mean, they they have that same kind of weird pricing structure where you can get like a two thousand dollar ticket for it is for, it's, for, it's which just is a, almost yeah. just seems like a joke. Um, and somebody paid it. <laughs> Did someone pay it because someone was saying uh, they like, became? You I could, think they you became, could basically you get Toronto and then you get what was it like Vancouver and then the next Osaka or some yeah. crazy nonsense like that, but you don't get the flight, so you still got to fly <laughs> out there. You know what I mean? I, I think there was one where they where they pay for your flight. But wow, that must have been been more than two thousand edition or something like that. (laughs) It's it's it is a little silly. Uh, Um, Like like I I know that there's a there's thing, and I think this I mentioned that for profit conventions are can be good depending on who and who's running it and how they're running it. But problems will generally come up, and I feel that the problem with Anime Revolution and IFF lies in that. kind of express line uh, aspect to it, mm, yeah. uh, which is yeah, not can like that can, yeah. that can work. It's not necessarily a problem, but, but they need to figure out their scheduling on guests. Yeah. Like they had panels and autograph lines on Saturday mixing and matching. Yeah. And they were only an hour long, maybe an hour half would have been better. And there were definitely better ways they could learn. Like I know we talked last episode, well, not last episode, but a few episodes ago mm-hmm. about TCAF, and they had like Eventbrite, but then they said, okay, for this autograph line of Junji Ito, first come, first serve for both days, maybe they should have done one online, one first come, first serve. Like, but you're damned if you do, damned if yeah. you don't. It's always going to be the thing. But <sighs> yeah, but but the where the problem might emerge is if they start. Um, if they start like deliberately uh, holding back the like regular lines for the express lines, or they deliberately slow things down rather than just giving advance um, access to people who pay more. Oh, so you're thinking that- more in ex- advance access to set express lines, so they're ahead of the general time they or, come in. You know what I mean? And then yeah, the general I mean, comes in. Yeah, well, but if they're still signing, you know what yeah, I mean? Or f- just finding ways to to mm-hmm. call to um, 
to to like disrupt or or mess up the regular me- mess line. up the regular line. I that 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 doesn't seem to be what they're doing. Although, as but as like it feels to. like that's something that they could do. And we feel so. like maybe we saw what could uh, that's that scenario play itself out at um at IFF when we maybe told, yeah in our stories. Now, I know we did say a lot yeah. of bad things, Mike, but I'll admit this: we've been to many conventions. You weren't to this one, but I will say at least IFF was better than Kondobaka. We were at Kondobaka. Oh, that I've, was a show. I've heard about Kondobaka. Oh. Trust me, you had to live Kondobaka to understand Kondobaka. We lived it, and we still remember I, it many years on. Oh, yeah, boy. and that this was this was when the when and the this was podcast. Here. Yeah, this was the before the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, before, before the podcast. Oh, was yeah. it the year before the podcast? Yeah, it was a so few. Five. It was about two years, like oh four, oh five, yeah, and around there. So. Oh. Yeah, mercifully, and yeah, mercifully, I didn't that, get to see that. That con got canceled on the second day, no? <laughs> yes. We, we, we basically got drunk and went to sushi after we had completed our duties. Let's put it that way. And we're like, okay, we did what we need to do. We helped you guys. We're going out. Yeah. But it, it, it <laughs> is. Maybe that's all. And another concern I have is that, well, maybe this. Now that I've heard more about how IFF went, maybe it's not the case, but I noticed that when they were announcing things for IFF, they were. They were really um, going all out with a few things that Anime Revolution has lacked over the last few years. They have not had a musical performer from Japan for really? a few years. Really? They did, they really? did, yeah, wow. yeah, they have not. Wow. Um, cool. they, they, they do this year. They okay. did announce, um, I can't remember who it is, the, whoever does the Yuru, Yuru Camp opening uh, is going to be there. They haven't this done year. a concert. Like, for example, um, Kevin went to it, but the concert. They charge an extra fee even if you had bought the pass. You know what yeah. I mean. So they haven't done anything like that. They they did a few years ago. It was okay. quite it was quite a few quite quite of quite a few years ago. And to to be fair, there are many even nonprofit cons which charge extra. Yeah, no, for, no, of for course. concerts yeah, as normal. well. So yeah, that's yeah, I, like I just I don't remember. I don't think that I think does that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's particularly egregious myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh but yeah they this is like they they've only now gotten an artist um they're usually very not they've been okay, they've been fairly okay with um with industry support in the past it's really been suffering the last couple of years but it has at every canadian con um as well but they had like full anaplex usa support at iff which is like that's the kind of support they really need to try and get at Anime Revolution. I'm really. I don't. Yeah. I'm just really? like. I'm, wow. Because I'm I not feel like sure. they had a strong relationship because they yeah. were there at IFF for Anaplex and stuff like that. Not as a panel, but for Faith Day uh, yeah. movie too. You know what I mean? Because one of their um, producers, I forget her name now, but she was there at IFF and stuff yeah, like that. She, she was always the in the movie. background. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've seen her before. And she's yeah. done some panels with and with um with with IFF. There was also a couple of movie screenings. Like last year at Anime Revolution, they didn't even they didn't show a single movie, like not even an old movie, really, uh, off a of Blu-ray or something. It was it was really weird. How about um, the video rooms? Because we had two video rooms. Yeah, they have two, two panel rooms. Was that two, a similar experience? You'd say? Uh, there were there were more panel rooms at AR, but there were only two video rooms. Yeah, um, so we had same. we okay. had like a lot. Well, well, we had like a multi room that was both used for both the bi- the big features and a pa- and pa- and the larger panels. Yeah, yeah. And, and the panels and then, got the larger part of that room. Yeah, and, stuff and like then that, there was a small, and then we had a smaller one. Basically, that the, the back there was a back partition, and then on the other side was that was a smaller pa- yeah. panel room. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, they have. They they seem to have more rooms to work with with AR, and they have they have a a stage in the 
exhibitors hall as well that they use for like because in in Vancouver we have a number a an astonishing number of amateur idol groups which I know are becoming more of a thing in in other cities but um, like it's for better or worse yeah yeah <laughs> but I I'm I'm not necessarily making any judgment one way or another on on uh, on this but. Uh, th- th- this Vancouver was one of the first cities to have those kind of groups popping up. Okay, and there are so many of them now, and they they were actually they g- they used to give them their own panels, which would eat up panel space from actual panelists in MA Revolution. And thankfully, they've just put all the performances down there, which is was a very was a very good move. Well, um, and and there's also a weird AR has had a weird um, prefer like bias towards live stage events. Uh, like various, like four different types of cosplay shows on the main stage, and they they, yes, they need to diversify saw, how they use the main stage. We saw a version yeah. of that actually here. Yeah. I, I mean, give me a. Um, I was about to say uh, two things. One, um, my th- oh now that that thought's almost gone. Uh, that thought's uh, that thought my. Well, that will happen. Panels, uh, panels in general, like like well, you you saw all the variety of panels here. Yeah, and like. You don't really see that in... Do you see that in... Like, what's the, how's the variety of panels in Anime Revolution? Not very good. I mean, there's... like th- IFF, actually, uh, in many ways. Anime Revolution, to also keep in mind, it's like that con is about 10,000 people. Okay. It's less than a third the size of Anime um, Anime North. Do we have numbers for IFF at this point? I don't think we had numbers. A- but a- I wouldn't be surprised if they hit those type of numbers. You know, I, I don't think they were AR coming in to go guns blazing. It was more we're here. You a- know what I mean? And see what happens. AR doesn't give very accurate. They don't give proper attendance numbers. They throw numbers out a lot of the time, which I think are really mm. fishy. Um, or they, they're. I mean, there's Makes so many good press. To be honest, there's so many janky ways yes. that you can calculate all, um all i can attendance. say is like how many people do you feel were at the um concert Kevin? we'll start with there do you think a fair amount it in that like, big one well the room was kind of big but i think i'd wager it was half full okay and for me and mike when we went to those fade events those were the most attended events mm-hmm. i'd say for those autograph lines and for some of the panels and they weren't conflicting and with the movie itself oh yeah that, that's the power of that fan base but th- that was an incredible amount of people. I was I'm not sure. Like, I feel actually. like we hit some high numbers. I'm not sure about 10,000 high numbers, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel for, for, well, first, like for first a first attempt. year, we hit some good numbers uh, for the events they promoted. Let's which, which, now promoted. it gets interesting for them for, because I hear various rumors as to when the next Toronto IFF will be. Um, I'm here in June. I don't know why, why that, but I forgot exactly where I heard that for some reason. Like next year? Yes. Okay. Like because because we because um it depends happens so if they want to do it like convention center right because from. convention center can go back and forth yes. and stuff like that and maybe there was no one for that Easter weekend right that mm-hmm. could have been it maybe yeah and um so so we don't know so the fu- so that'll be the real question mark for IFS future what time frame will they settle ultimately yeah. settle on because because um obviously doing it so close to Anime North, that was interesting. I'm not totally sure if it was good or bad, but um, and it was they interesting got, to They have. got people from our community and from outside because we were talking to people online that were from Michigan and stuff like that. So there, there were people from outside so of Ontario and stuff yeah. like that. It wasn't the and worst. probably maybe, as Kevin said, the fate fan base probably came yeah. out. When, so. when will you have four of those voice actors come in one convention? That was, yeah, having seen yeah. That's a huge draw. was an interesting yeah. thing. It was really I, No, it was interesting. Also, uh, just... Going back to my thought from before, like in terms of um, 
uh, for-profit convention. Like, my fear was when I saw IFF announced with all these features that Anime Revolution didn't have at the time. I think I think we're going to see that kind yeah, of stuff come I back this will, year, yeah, personally. But with IFF, my concern is that because Toronto's a bigger market, that they were going to set their sights on Toronto and kind of let the... And, and give Toronto all the goodies and kind of let Vancouver fall on the wayside. That'll be keep, an interesting um, story as we go through yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the center of the universe theory, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, no need to feed Toronto's ego any further, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, now, that, now that I've heard more about how IFF went, I'm not quite sure if that's really the case anymore. But I think they obviously have an intention of, of kind of competing with Anime North to some degree, which um, I, th- I, I don't think, like, they're certainly not going to overtake Anime North, which the would be ridiculous. Icon, the but, institution. Um, right? I, I mean, I've been talking with, with Mike and others about this, and there's certainly areas like, where Anime North like, can, can, can withstand or can take competition or should, oh, which or, way, or, which per, or perhaps sh- uh, you. Oh, or was really? I, I think I was talking with you about that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> where, um, My age showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's also just so many mics. Um, it's a common name. Yeah. How they... Uh, Anime North is ripe to receive competition in, in so many ways. Yeah, in some that's ways. probably yeah. a fair way to say that. And as I said, they're the icon, the institution. Not much will phase it, regardless of its issues. Yeah. I, I know that like not working with industry has been a big issue with Anime yeah, North. Yeah, and... That I've, no- that I've noticed. That, that was um, from the start, and that was the fan-rooted nature of Anime North. Yeah, but... And you, we've I, heard the many stories. We heard from the beginning with Bandai and other ones where they said they wanted those big um, convention booths that we see in the States and stuff like that. And they said, well, you can come and do a few things, but you can't have the big booths. See, and stuff that, like that, that and is... Continue and I do agree, that feels... Oh, really? Right? I was that not is, aware that of that. That is really questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a vi- like you ha- you can't. But I'm not sure how they feel misguided. now. But it's, you know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. It, the those are vi- that has. I I, th- I think mm-hmm. it's um, mi- misguided ideals or ba- or. Well, we talked about yeah. the uh, how anime like anime north sometimes is set in in some ways or is set. Yeah. Remember, so, Mike, it is the largest fan, was it fan-run convention in Canada or something like fan that. Fan-run so event. Co- fan-run event. That, and so that, that kind of gives you an idea of where we're headed and stuff like that. So you and take the good with the bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, the bad. and like this is, the, this is the angle that, you know, the, the entity that calls itself Anime Evolution is still pushing in Vancouver as well, that they're the fan-run event. And just like, what, like what, is, what, is the, what is the value of that? What is that like? What like? I I can understand why that's a good thing, but like, how far can you take that, really? uh, You're seeing it here, but as I said, it's well. You you put it said it well yourself. Kind of duct taped. It's it's something that I'm starting to struggle with just as an attendee because I want I want to see voice actors. I want to see Japanese performers. I want to see creators, and. We don't. We seldom get that kind of stuff here. Yeah, like, as I said, there was a, like that when it happened. When IFF happened, there was that feeling of affirmation for Toronto Toronto fans. I think. Like I feel like as we said, we talked about guests, and the big ones were TCAF getting the manga guests, and then the other one I think back to is it might have been um, Fan Expo or it might have been when they were still CN Anime. But remember, it was like Trigun's creator. Chrono Crusades creator. Oh, yeah, and when, then and, another and Nintendo's, cre- and and Nintendo's had, creator back, even further back. 
almost and 20 the, years and ago. The, I think you were with me there, Mike, and everyone got their autograph. Everyone was happy. They had a drawing event, and it was just crazy and stuff like that. And it, like, felt great because those were big names at the time and stuff like that. And it felt like it just, you haven't gotten those just, as much. You know what I mean? Dried Maybe up. gotten either mm-hmm. older names or newer names, not... The last big guest I remember at Fan Expo was probably uh, Amano. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, the Vampire Hunter D guy. Mm-hmm. I will say this much, and just as a nugget for the future, um, I saw where the concert took place, and it wasn't where I th- hoped it would take place. We are talking, and you know which, what space I'm referring to now when I John say Bassett? The, the John Bassett <laughs> Theater, which, was, which is just down the hall from there. I, I don't know why me and Mike even thought they would possibly get, because then they'd have to charge even more. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> interesting. That was my first thought uh, and about the concert at Hall. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to be in that little room. Well, not little room, but that room. It would have been interesting if they, if they managed the John Bassett uh, Theater, which is in the part of the convention center. That's where um, Canadian Idol happened back and in the day. And we remember... So. Mike, I think, and was it Angela when they performed? For yes. CNA, yep. They were yep. there as well. Yes. Angela performed and we on did that not get charged for that, just to let you guys know. <laughs> I was there for that concert. When Angela performed at, fan, at CN Anime Fan Expo, whatever you want to call it, in, back in the day. And then the masquerade took place in that same, in the John Bassett Theater as well, uh, that year. Well, that was 2004. Mm-hmm. For a couple of wow, couple it years. just feels so way back since they've used that space, you know what I mean, for so, anime events, and there's, then it's just trickled down. It is, I, 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 it is, I wanted to mention it because maybe, like, at a point, like, maybe that we could end up seeing it again used for um, IFF. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm just, that, that's just pie in the sky for all I care. Anyway, but I just wanted to leave that thought. And I, any other, you have any last thoughts? Because that's quite a lot. Tessa? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I that's. I, I mean, a, a lot of my view is is kind of speculative. Oh, kind of, the, like, the, hey, that's but uh, that's how we do it here. I yeah, sometimes. I uh, I don't know, but oh, uh, okay. I mean, anime North is uh, but is neat. I like it overall. Yeah, despite it's like all its warts. Despite it's, despite all its warts, uh, the weather has been. Oh yeah, very. You, you very brought a bit of, a bit of British Columbia weather, just like they did for IFF. Except yeah, I there's sure even did. more rainy. Um, <laughs> And it, it reminds me of, actually, it reminds me of Anime Evolution at UBC, where it's a huge part of the convention is just people standing outside. Um, it seems like this convention is not designed to be rained on. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good, that's, a, that's yeah. one way to put it. We've had some worse rains. To let you know, so it could have been worse. Yes, but it ha- I'm trying to remember yeah. the last time it rained during an Anime North. Oh, it it's hasn't been happened. a few years. It's yes, been a few years. We've had a lot of heat. Let's put it yeah, that way. It was, but, th- but this has been a lot of, um, this has been an interesting mix. Because it has been quite, it has gotten quite cool yeah. here. And, and as someone staying in an Airbnb, rather than a hotel room, because I, I couldn't get a hotel room, <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, having like not being able to have somewhere to go and change clothes or rest or grab some Tylenol or something. Uh, how are you feeling um, now, by the way? It's, uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Because um, because by my clock we were at yeah, almost it, an hour and you've fine, ma- done fine. great. Um, so it, it really sucks not being able to go to back back to the hotels like during the the convention, which would have been um, a lot better. It's sort of like well, remember like I, I I've always mentioned I live ten minutes away myself, so. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I've never, so I haven't done a hotel in years here, but uh, at least you don't have to deal with traffic, Mike. If you have to deal with traffic, oh no, but <laughs> yeah, but now I've, after after a little while, you figure out a few things about how to get around without having to deal with too many of the headache, too, as many of the headache. 
car headaches. The gas station is your friend. Yeah, you're going to the TCC. You're saying you love Shell. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? If, you, <laughs> if you're driving east on I Dixon know, Road, I know, yeah, I know. you go into the gas station and you do a little quasi U-turn. All I can say is it. if yeah. you're coming west, don't I, go on 401. I was go, go towards the airport up 427 to Dixon instead of getting I off take, of Dixon going east. Yeah, I just I just oh, take, I took Martin Grove all the way. You take the magical highway 27. <laughs> well, that, that's to and from work sometimes too. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know. That's. One way, to, well, as I said, I appreciate those thoughts. I really yeah. appreciate the thoughts, at least from a from very much an outsider, because uh, I've, obviously we mentioned this is a very Toronto show. So, um, thanks for coming in. For, uh, as I said, it's been a real pleasure. Sometimes you can convince me to come to Toronto. So, how many times have you been to Toronto? This is my um, not counting when I was a very small child. My second time. Well, yeah. You know, I've been to Vancouver once. As I said to you, it's a very walkable city. And it is. I, 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 I loved it there. Yeah, so. when, I, when I go to Anime Revolution, I just, I just take the well, transit. I take transit there. So. Oh, the SkyTrain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, everyone's telling me to go to yeah. Vancouver. It's, it's beautiful. And then they said to go to Vancouver Island to Victoria and stuff like that. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So. So. So I, I haven't been to the island in, in quite a long time. My, uh, uh, some, my, my, my quasi-co-host, Carl Olson, did, uh, did move to the island. So he hasn't been on the show as much. And I haven't seen him since he, he went there. I've got to go visit him. How long was that? That was a... Almost a year ago. Wow. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I, well, as I said, as soon as I learn a little bit of Skype, I'd love to, you know, hope, hopefully I can... Uh, it's not that hard. I know. I <laughs> but you yeah. know, but yeah, yeah the, like you guys know you me. I'm horrible. Skype up to the microphones? But, uh, That's yeah. the question. <laughs> well, you saw me. I, I brought my Yeti uh, mic. I brought my Yeti mic anyway for um, when I was... When yeah, we, for Fred. For, for, yeah, for yeah. Fred's... Uh, not sure if you interview. mentioned that. So. Yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah. And... Um, so ultimately, I, this is, and I use it for my own monologue. So, there, so there's no reason I couldn't. I just have to give myself the time to learn it properly, which I'm yeah. not good at. I guess you, you I always talk about being old school, but I, I kind of wish I was using the the mixer setup instead. Uh, it gives you a lot, you know, you get a lot of flexibility. So that. you don't mind the, you don't mind seeing all this, even though you saw how long it took me to set it up. Yeah, you no, were quite okay. With, oh, you, no, showed I, him, I, you showed him the chaos, the inner sausage works of how it goes on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I use a Yeti mic for for my show, and it's it's fine because you you mix it down to such a low resolution, just to uh, or just such a low bit rate, just to distribute it. That it, it kind of doesn't I, matter, but for, yeah, my own yeah. stupidity puts it at uh, one twenty eight. Just for reference, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, maybe I should lower it further. Y- y- Thirty-two is fine. Sixty-four. <laughs> I can. I can go to sixty-four. I suppose. I, maybe I in the future. It was okay. We did okay this afternoon. Yeah. We did okay. Well, yeah, I mean, as I said, um, we'll uh, we'll we'll hype it up. But um, yes, we did interview Fred Shot. Uh, James and I did interview Fred Shot earlier. Well, I think today. That I, I don't want to contribute anything. I would say it was Mike who did most of the interviewing and because I, I was kind of a little further away from the mic, so who knows if they even heard me if you get to hear that. And <laughs> you'll get to, and you guys, everybody out there who's listening, both of you, will um, <laughs> get the chance to hear that interview. Uh, chances are Fred's going to mention it on his, uh, his um, Twitter feed, and you'll get to hear that interview in a couple days' time. Um, I just want to take a listen of it my, by myself, too, before I actually putting it up. But we'll listen, we'll uh, you know, me and my lack of editing, uh, we will put it up the way that in real time as we actually. I think it, it represented us very well, Mike. I think it was very much representative sure, of the show. And I think Fred got a kick. He definitely got a kick. I from will start to finish. I, I will think say, he got a kick though, I, 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 there were times I looked clueless. You'll, you'll, and I, you'll, uh, and you'll know why. Oh. But when you hear it, so 
Fair point, but I say we had a string and we followed it through. We had a schedule, we went through it, and we worked through and we'll tell as you, we normally do. Yeah, and we'll tell you all about it, I guess, later on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how, long, how much longer can you stick around, uh, Jesse? I'll stay for a bit. Okay, glad you're feeling better. Let's take, let's take a quick break, and then we'll continue talking with um, Jesse Betteridge. As we uh, conclude night number two here at Anime North, it's the roundtable on the Six Talk Podcast Network. Here we go. Uh, the podcast now continues from, well, in front of a live audience. There are actually people, just Jeff Gregg's here, uh, actually watching, uh, watching us tape. Uh, in front of a live audience, online via the Six Talk Podcast Network. Um, I, I, I'll tell you the story behind that name. Uh, well, I've told the story a few times already. I don't think Jesse knows. No. And uh, so, once again, uh, fulfilling our obligations as an official podcast for Anime North, Norm McAvoy, the, one of the uh, program directors, uh, makes his annual appearance. This is always a tradition whenever we do the Anime North episodes, when we have Norm uh, talk for, to, to sit in on uh, one of our last segments. And he's sitting here again. So, um, well, welcome. Well, welcome back. Well, let me tell you, brother. And yeah, is, I know. It's, it's just fun to be back. Great to have you guys back. It's been a the second great... year uh, for our second year back. Second year for your, your, your Anime Roundtable reboot. Yeah, the reboot. And it's great, you know, back here, yeah, everybody's having fun. You guys seem to look like you're doing good. So. <laughs> we had a lot of fun t- today. First of all, um, yeah. as I said, a personal thank you for earlier today when you mm-hmm. um, helped uh, let, let us use the office space to, well, interview Fred, to interview Fred Schott. I think the hardest part was convincing you that Eileen wasn't going to be angry at you for it, but that, that room you was in, that's normally our display room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a nice, quiet place. So. And yeah, and we, we were having fun with it, like watching all the people walk by as, the, as we were talking for that hour. Oh, oh, so yeah. and I mean, we were looking at all the people, and um, like Fred was, ta- was really obser- watching, watching mm-hmm. all the, um, impressed with all the cosplayers. Uh, as I said, as we mentioned, um, like you, one of the first things you did uh, when we came into the office earlier to do the interview, um, Eileen showed us those pictures mm-hmm. from 21 years ago because you did the panels with him. And, oh, 1998, Missioner, uh, our second year. Mm-hmm. That was when we went to a two-day con, and I, I had the fun of sitting on a panel with Fred Schott, Fred Perry, and Jim Falker, who's still here. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... That and was we saw kick. those photos. Uh, oh, I have kick. the photo here. I, just, I have the photos here, so we'll show that after we're done, uh, to you guys uh, yeah. after, the, um, after we're done the segment. But it was, that was interesting. Now I remember who um, we did. I did the pa- history panel with. Um, I remember another name we did the history panel with. Um, I did, we did with, Fred was in it, and he, I was with him in that panel. There's mm-hmm. one other name I remember. It was James Bade. Who's um, who in? Who's gone on to? Uh, uh, who's gone on to other things? He, he himself. works in other conventions. Yes, James. Uh, James Bade uh, sat in on that history yeah. panel with us. He's and uh, in terms of Toronto fandom, he's a historic figure in terms of Toronto anime fandom here, um, because he was he was involved here with the, with this convention in for in its, in its early days as well. And he then went his own way, but good man. He's come back to yeah. He's come back to help with other events and help with us. And yeah, yeah. He's a good man. Good man. Yeah. He has his own YouTube channel, um, J-Band, yeah. so, uh, which maybe we'll, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll do a quick plug for him, and we'll put a link to, to that. But he, did, he sat in on that panel that day, too, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I don't know if it was just the three of us now that I think about, I remember, think about that. Remember those old first year we had Dr. Dave Stevens there, there the doc, you know, and another man. Yeah, he was. Wealth of knowledge. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm try- much of it is now bl- it has, gets real blurry, too, admittedly. Yeah. Like, I mean, 97 was a one-day thing, and the 98, yeah. you increased it to two if I were, the, in, the, in the old Michener. If I called 98, they weren't receiving the medical samples at the front desk anymore during the day, uh, convention like yeah. they did the first one, and that was... <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Once again, uh, just a reminder: the Michener Institute is uh, is a, is a medical is a medical um, facility faci- yeah. is a medical facility teaching facility uh, that they, is with a uh, U of T associations. They were getting various parts to do tests on, and yeah, that's what we told people. What, what's all these body parts in the lobby? <laughs> oh, that's our Neon Genesis Evangelical display. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> It was that type of, it was just, but it was a oh, weird mix at the time. Yeah, but I do recall, I mean, meeting Fred, he's a really cool guy. Yes, he is. And he just, you know, very quiet, but well-spoken and just, just wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Then we got him, we got Hel- and Helen McCarthy and Charles Dunbar. It's just great to have guys like that around. Yeah, I mean, it was, like it was nice to touch base with, her, with, uh, uh-huh. with Mr. McCarthy, actually. She's a, she's a charming lady. All he needs is to get Helen to get Jonathan Clements to come on yeah. over, and then we have even. Oh, more. that'd be great! <laughs> like he's he's one. Uh, that's by the way, like uh, the next and, one and I'm going to ask James to uh, straighten out his microphone or uh, um, that way. Thank you. Just don't ask her about Brexit. It's a sensitive issue. Still. It, it's kind of tough for her. This, yeah, it, it's tough for a lot of us that have had Understood. Uh, history there. You know what I mean? Well, cool. I only think about my mother and grandmother, my aunt, because they all came. From, from, from Scotland. Okay. They immigrated just after the now war. Now I, I can see the look. I can see the right. look. Right. <laughs> it's even tougher for us because we have the North Irish, and you hear about that, you know oh. what I mean? Oh, boy. Oh, Ooh. you mean like the North Irish? Yeah, well, that was my grandfather. came from... Uh, oh, it's you as well. Sand, oh, man. Sandy Road. Well, Porta Down, Ireland. But Surgeoner we was ours. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't Irish, because we, you know, my mother told us, no, no, we're Scots. We're Scots. But, oh, boy, we were told we were Irish. Any, any, yeah, anyhow... <laughs> It's, you know, what's going on over there, and yeah, Helen's very much on it, and wow. Anyhow. Uh, meanwhile, just, meanwhile, James is trying to tighten the mic, uh, the mic Sorry screws. about that, Mike. I just remember being, you know, being with the missioner, you know, there's a lot more floors. It wasn't this, working here, we're more laid out. We don't have to go up and down floors as much. Well, the thing is, there was never a staircase there. Every, when you went, the panel, the panels oh. took place up, up on a third floor, and as well, far as I remember, it was just it was just an elevator. Well, there were staircases, all right. Believe me, I had to go up them a few times. I certainly, yeah, they were just not. Well, I certainly, it's certainly not obvious no. anyway. I, I, that's my memory of it but at the know, time. We've been trying hard to get get them back, Fred, and it's we finally connected. Yeah, that was great. I, I was yes, I remember, surprised. I remember running into him at the uh, Waterloo. Animation festival, which sadly is no longer around. Yeah, how well, really? Wow! Yeah, like well, he was, yeah. went to that. Which one? Because they did some really good ones. I know the last one was a few years well, ago. I remember, and I, they just disappeared, didn't they? Well, I, I'm not sure what happened. I think the fellow that was backing it no longer is. And what year was that? That would have been jeez. Oof. I want to say 2015, 2014. Like it feels no, before, like a long time. Maybe before, before that. that. Yeah, you're right. And it had to do with them introducing the Grave of the Fireflies. Okay. And, the and amazing- he had uh, John O'Donnell at that John one too. O'Donnell I remember he had a he had a thing with him, John O'Donnell, and was Fred shot there too? And yes. the um, and the conscious. You know what I mean, Mike North? Well. Oh, that was that was at Anime North, yeah. We we did. There was one I oh. read. They were in the couches or something like that, and they were oh. doing it before the screening. You know what I mean? Oh God. no, no. The couches were. We we did the talk upstairs, 
in the in the students' lounge, but we had to rearrange everything and put it all. That back was to where it. we did the panel. Yeah, that's yeah. where we did the history panel. So, yeah, and that was a, that was comfy to do it do it in, but making putting it together was a pain. Yeah, so I can imagine. Well, it was remember it's not that wasn't the best venue. The they, like they, we, it was what we had at, what you guys had at the time. Well, they picked it because that's where the U of T Club Utarpa met for their uh, showings. Mm-hmm. Originally, so that's why, and they looked around, they were familiar with it, so that's why you, why you got picked. Okay. Then down the road, and eventually, a couple of years later, we had the nerve to pick a hotel, and then, you know. Well, you picked, you picked that uh, hotel, uh, it was a Ramada, if memory serves me right, a Ramada in the 401-400 area or something? Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, yeah, that's, they fancy worded how, well, are you really an airport hotel? Yeah, we're within this, the airport, yeah, barely. That hotel today, well, that sadly is seen it's be- better. Has it's even seen, yeah seen better days. That's the point. Then politely. then came here to start to coming to into the airport well, road Dixon area. Well, first we went to the Marriott. Yes. Then we that went to the Regal Constellation. Okay, which was, so it was the Constellation. Yeah, and the Regal was it was legendary. It was one time it was the biggest hotel in Toronto, but you get, you could tell it's better. It's better days were gone because when the owners weren't keeping it up, and then the one. North Tower, mm-hmm. you couldn't use it because it's asbestos. But and then and then it closed. It closed. And then it closed, but and kind of caught you guys by surprise, if memory serves me right. I thought they sold it to Steve Stavro and his group. You know, I mean, the former Knob uh, Hill owner and former yeah. lease owner. But it, for whatever reason, it wasn't well, I'll there. I'll tell anymore. you, one group that used it was the Toronto Police. That North Tower, they were doing their uh, SWAT training exercises in it. It's a legendary hotel. Wow. But well, now it's a legendary parking lot. Yeah, it's a legendary yeah, parking lot. I was going to say, there's nothing there that, now. Yeah, that, that, that caught us by surprise. We had to do some fancy scrambling. and uh, You guys did what you could at the time, right? Yeah, but then the we sh- ended up we ended up at the hotel that's now called Sheraton there. Basically, and, where yeah, all the it was like Renaissance, stuff. I believe. The Renaissance. And so it was Renaissance, and we were there because we couldn't get Doubletree, and we had Renaissance, uh, TCC, and, that, and I think just, that was it. That was I think it. that was it, yeah, for that one year. Just for right, yeah. Here, now, I'll give you start to give you some of the history, um, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Sher- the what's now the Sheraton was the main hotel. For in like in two th- that that, yeah, that far back, so year, two yeah, years ago. one year, yeah. that one year, and then we got and then the TCC, the, okay. just the just the south building of the TCC, I believe. Those were the two main venues. Obviously, you know the distance. You now are familiar with the distance because it was across the uh, the the twenty seven bridge. Yes. So you can imagine how what would have happened there. Um, people were either walking or they had a shuttle bus. They, there was a school well, bus that was using a shuttle. shuttle bus. And it was either that year or the year after, there was a thunderstorm. I remember in the middle oh, of the night, oh, and four. we went through, and it was something. Oh, well, four. actually, in 04, they had a thunderstorm that killed the power into TCC oh. during the masquerade. Oh, it must have been that one. And <laughs> the audience loved it. They loved <laughs> it. <laughs> you just go with it, right? No, they were they're throwing, they're throwing the, the phosphor, you know, luminous beach ball around and everything. Next year they ask, can you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> That's the history here. Yeah. And you guys have been here. So, so we're talking the better part of 15 years now yes, that you, we've been yes. based in, on, in this area. We, I keep forgetting the exact time frames. Well, 2005 we came here and we lucked out with the fellow that had done a lot for us here. Bill, I'll name him Bill Powers is the assistant his exact title, but he's the guy we negotiated with and dealt with us, and he's been a just... He's still here? Oh, hell yeah. 
So that makes. And he's been great for he's been great for us. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, obviously, it's become this. As I said, one of the, we we jokingly say for better or worse. Well, well, but, we we are very you know very fortunate in how we you know the hotel we had and thing is a lot of event and for anybody you want to work in a convention start a convention you know being on good terms with your venues very important but sometimes the venue yeah you gotta you work together but we've been fortunate in our choice of venue you know mm-hmm. so i don't think people are talking wow why don't you move to the metro to the metro center downtown well i don't think we get to do what we do down there like we do up here we wouldn't have the freedom plus and I, i'm not knocking the metro Convention Center, but it is a federal-owned uh, property, uh, and yeah. there's times when, well, your event could be bumped out or bumped over, put back a week, because something they want to do gets put on. That's happened to the Fan Expo, mm-hmm. so you are at their mercy. So, not a knock at them, but they, they they're a different type of facility. So here, you, here yeah. we we've had a lot of freedom and a lot of free reign, you know. And the people across the road, sometimes, you know, like two years ago, we got bumped up the North Ballroom to make room for the... Uh, yeah, put the Conservative Convention. The conservative which party. has been a gag, which was uh, which the but leadership that was, convention. That, oh, uh, I, no, I heard all about yeah, that. That was, <laughs> that was great. That the was, Ontario ones, then the federal but ones. Yep. But that did. wasn't entirely their fault. That was, see, their, their, their owner is a big Tory supporter. Mm-hmm. But the RCMP had a hand in that, too, because he said, this is the facility we want to use. For security purposes, so yeah. yeah well, when you mm-hmm. look at when I think about the air, that area, I mean, it's isolated, right? For yeah, that it's a building and stuff that. like that, so they can't make so, it work yeah. security-wise. I, I've been here when uh, Prime Minister, uh, he was Prime Minister Harper. Well, for because for two for working because, around the security because they had a yeah. because they also held a policy convention in that. They had a policy, yeah. and I remember so one of the CN ones, the mini cons. They had the first one when they elected Harper. As the leader of the first conservative, uh, at the you know, convention I mean, center. Yeah, that was there, and okay, I remember yeah. I saw um, Peter McKay and stuff like that. Well, I had some words for him I won't say, but well, it's Harper, interesting. Harper has been; a, he has stayed here. He's they called the prime minister suite upstairs for a reason, and yeah, it's fun moving moving stuff in the back halls when you see the men and women in black, you know, and they're basically. They're cool about it. They were cool about it. I'll move these wagons and stuff in and out. And they're, they're pretty cool about it, as long as you're not you know, doing what you're not supposed to. So uh, It was interesting. Th- like, this we is heard an about the uh, idea, the story in many ways. Go ahead. Yeah, no, the idea of people going back and forth. And, like, they had good words for us. We always had good words. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is we all got along, oh. which is what we always wanted and what we always told the people. And is even great in the all-night room. Well, we saw some conservative support. I saw one guy, he had his button on that, and he was enjoying what he saw, and I, well, I talked to him, and he was a good fella, you know what I mean? And that's what we want in this world. We want the conversation to continue on, and I hope everyone gets well, that. You know what I mean? Well, I do know one thing. One thing I think uh, the Tory supporters, what, what they, got, they really like is maids. Maids and maid, maid, fighting maids with MMA clubs and such. They, they really seem to like the maid outfits. Uh, just saying. hey oh, hey oh. <laughs> uh, That's something we just learned, didn't we? So I don't think we knew that. <laughs> no, as I said, during your... So any, any other questions about what's going on at the convention? Uh, well, I mean, as I said, you, we, you've treated us good. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, when you said, you, when we talked about your appearance, you want, we want to talk a little bit about some of the people who passed, some 
figures who have passed well, away recently, over well, the last we're year. Well, I was talking really about it. One was uh, in the world of anime, a fellow named Monkey Punch. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. if you recognize, you know, we're showing a, a Lupin movie right now, uh, The Eternal Blood Mermaid. Now, Lup- what, what Lupin was a character that Monkey Punch created, and that's his most famous character, iconic character. You know, he, he's one of the most iconic characters in anime and manga, and Monkey Punch was his creator, so... He long time, you know, he passed away this year, I believe. And then, so. and then not too long, roughly around the same point, Koike, the uh, creator of Lone Wolf and Cub. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And he had a long history yeah. with Dark Horse, and we had many of those. Yeah. Another figure which well, I told you. To you and this is not quite, but a little different. You mentioned. Wait, this. we're not going to talk about Mad Bull 34? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, well, okay. Maybe crying for him. I'm, go- I'm going to, to another round. Uh, the world of professional wrestling. No. To put this in context, you know, it's very, you know how popular it is in Japan. Well, uh, an American wrestler, a fellow named Dick Bear from Buffalo, New York, it's better known to the world as the Destroyer. Now, Destroyer was, he he was an American wrestler, but he was one of those guys that was iconic in Japan. I mean, popular here, one of maybe the greatest mass wrestlers ever, and one of the most well-known, I put him up along with El Santos, who was a Mexican legend. Dick, well, let me say, what he was best known for at first, in 1963, he wrestled a man named Ricky Dozen. Now, Ricky Dozen was maybe, how to describe him? Think of you. you the short version, may I give my short version? Yes. Basically, the, he's, he was the benchmark, the godfather, uh, the father of uh, Japanese pro wrestling. Yes. And in many ways, he's a man he helped after the post-war Japan, he helped the Japanese regain their self-confidence, regain mm-hmm. some pride, because he was the he was the Japanese. Fighting. You know, ironically, he, up, he was actually he was actually. Yes, yeah, so I was going to get into that. Mention that too. Sorry, he was a he was a former sumo wrestler. Mm-hmm. Not big and not not that huge, big size that they like for sumo, but good enough. Well, I mean, um, Ricky Dozen. That was actually his his sumo name. Yes. So his Shinkon said he He's actually born in. Ironically, he's a, he's a major figure in North Korea because he was born in the town that that is now in North Korea. Mm-hmm. So, think, but he was a huge star, and not just in the ring. He was one of those. He's like the Rock, where he had fandom everywhere, and you know, he bat, in his forte, he battled many. Many of uh, the, the foreign wrestlers, the Gaijin wrestlers, they called them, you know, like Fred, him and Fred Blassie had classic feuds. Killer Kowalski, Dick the Bruiser. Luthez, I know, is almost and, on that list. And Luthez. He, he, had a, he had a series of matches with Luthez. And believe me, you know, uh, he, he, had, he had a victory over Luthez in Japan. And let's put it this way. Back in that day... You didn't, you didn't beat Luthez unless Luthez was going to let you beat him. And I think that's why, and I think the Japanese partly knew that too. Luthez, oh. I know, is, still, is revered there still to oh. this day in, the, yeah. in well, the Japanese pro wrestling world. Oh, every, well, Luthez was the kind of man, and if he was around today, he'd be stretching guys in the, in the uh, octagon. That's how, tough he, that's how tough and good he was. And that's the respect between him and Ricky Dozen. Where Dick, the, Dick, the, uh, the destroyer bear comes in. 
63, he had a match with uh, Ricky Dozen that had over, live on Japanese TV, that had over 70 million viewers. Think about that. I don't, it was a mark that held for many years. I think they even dropped through the, a lot of the Olympic coverage the next year. I don't even know they had 70 million TVs in Japan at the time. It's a, that's a story in and of itself. Wow, and it was so incredible. But what makes it even more so is Ricky died soon after he, he had a ill-fated encounter. Yeah, encounter yeah. Um, was a, fatally stabbed. Was, was fatally stabbed and died of various of a yeah. related infection sometime later. And he said he had his last match with him. Mm-hmm. Well, he kept coming to Japan. And he got, he got in a feud with Ricky Dozen's students, Giant Baba, Shohi Baba. And basically, Baba you know, started one of the great promotions in Japan, All Japan Promotion. For That's all, yeah, AJPW, yeah. And Dick you know, had a feud with him, and they, they had an angle where, if I lose, I'll become his tag team partner. Well, he lost. And he became his tagging partner, and, and the Japanese fans just, they ate it. They loved it. It's like he became a, it's like Vegeta helping Goku. <laughs> but okay, you get the picture? It's, literally. It's Vegeta helping Goku. Well, thing is, the destroyer, the dick, he was instrumental in helping Baba start All Japan Wrestling. And he helped get it off the ground. And it was one. It was a legendary promotion. It's yeah, it's still around, but it's but not what it's. Yeah, all, when it Baba died, it well, then started that it schism. Was the but the names you look at the names of uh, not to Japanese and foreign wrestlers. I mean, anybody who was everybody worked for Baba. Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant for a time, yes. Hulk Hogan. Well, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody, you name them. Bruno San Martino. Bruno would not, would not have anything to do with Anoki. He didn't like him. But Baba. Lots of respect. They're lots of respect. And they all trusted Baba. He was a big, not so good a wrestler, but he was a great promoter because his word was his bond. Hmm, interesting. And see, see, I wondered about like, the, what type of uh, uh, dynamic existed between Baba and Inoki. Because well, they, they were Ricky Dozen's top students. Yeah, but they were also, you know, who's going to be the top dog? Who's going to be the alpha? And they, can't. they had rival promotions, but in different ways. But Bayer helped Baba get it off the ground to a point where he lived in Japan. And yes, he lived in Japan. Everywhere he went, he wore that mask. This is a man, no, he traveled in that mask everywhere. He wore it everywhere. Airports, traveling everywhere. Now, the law, you know, of course the law was that you really wanted to see his face. They'd take him in, the, in, in private, you know, at customs or wherever and take the mask off for them. But this man never took his face off, never took his mask off during his career. I mean, that's what you call. He lived it. And he became an iconic character iconic figure in Japan, and not just in the ring, but everywhere. On TV, he was, in, he was a guest, star, guest on one of the, I forget the name of it now, but it was a Japanese show that was super popular. Variety or sitcom? Both. <laughs> and, yeah, no, seriously. And, and Google, let me get the name. He was, there's this, this woman that was the star, and 
she's kind of like a, I don't know how to describe a magical figure where she kept this giant Gaijin wrestler cowed by her. But he, his, his role is to be the kind of the goofy, friendly Gaijin wrestler who uh, wore a mask all the time. <laughs> Basically, he took, he took the face of foreigners, where before they were big, scary men, like, you know, huge, monstrous guys that you know, people run away from to, hey, big, you know, fun-loving guy. And, and he made it a more... Bit, maybe a little yeah, he weird, a, but But he had a little likeable. lot to do with it. Likeable. And I'm going to say now, anytime you see a masked wrestler in anime, you're seeing Dick Bear. You're seeing him. The, like the notion. Of, like yeah. The, the, that's it's, his final influence. And one like of his the, influences. Uh, all over. And then and you look at uh, like Kanikuman, that's him. Hmm. And with all the other characters. So, but he, like you said, he was just a super popularity. In any way, like you said, aside from the Croc. Mexican wrestler, but he... Once again, mainstream the idea of a mask. Well, he, of he was he, a, he was mainstream. He was just and when he died, like he, his last match was in uh, I think ninety three. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him wrestle. He wrestled. He because he, he lives in Buffalo. He would wrestle in Maple Leaf Gardens and around here a lot. So I remember seeing him wrestle a few times. Of course, the laugh was Billy Redlines would introduce him as the destroyer. He going, "No, I'm the intelligent sensational destroyer. Get it right, Redlines." Yeah, that, I, now that's another leg, uh, legendary figure in terms of from Canadian. Home, from my hometown. From, in Canadian uh, pro yeah. wrestling. But he, he, and, w- and when he passed on, it was major mainstream news in Japan. They were just like, it was major. Every, every, everybody covered He was that loved at the end yeah. there. I should look this one up a little more. I knew about mm. his, the, his passing. Yeah, you'll, just, you'll be amazed. Like, like wow. You know, how much he was regarded. Yeah. Another That's figure, a figure I can, you know. Well, those are two. So he may not have been Japanese, but you know, yeah, had a lot of influence was Stan Lee. Yes, Stan Lee. Well, we, you know. we've, we've mentioned Stan Lee, but what do you want to yeah. say? Oh, well, I've I been mean, a Marvel fan for since since the sixties, and I remember, you know, Stan had his fingerprints. Oh, of course, Stan couldn't have done it without Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. You know, but Stan, you know, he, he created many iconic characters, and. He broke ground in a lot of ways, had influence all over the industry, and yeah, he he had a lot to do with you know in his later years he's doing mangars, but he had a lot of influence around the world. So, yeah, he I just like I said, I was, ever since the sixties I've been watching Marvel, Hulk, you know Hulk and everything, and that was one of my favorite characters. Mm. And yeah, it's uh, he managed to last so long, but. No, things that that's how it goes. Yeah, well, it's just once again a sign we're not getting any younger, Norm. Tell me about it. <laughs> I just, well, I just passed my forty years at Stalco. Congrats! Yeah, congrats. forty years of steel worker. I I will tell you this much. Um, like we like when Fred saw those photos earlier, we mm-hmm. joked. Once he had the ponytail at the time, and your hair was darker. Yeah, I thought he said he, you didn't look any younger. That's well, what he said. Uh, no, but it was in the hair. You, you, yeah. you didn't look like you, you. You looked very much the same aside from the hair. It's still my hair. It's still my hair. Yeah. When when Dave Merrill did a twentieth anniversary, you know, and here's the pictures from the missioner. I'm going, yeah. By the way, that's all still my hair. And all the other guys <laughs> there's like, you know, you know how that's going, Tessie. Yeah. Some point, some point of time, you're probably going to Steve Austin route, aren't you? 
No. That's my, my, I, I've had this discussion with my girlfriend, more or less. She Look. will not allow the full... Okay. Yeah. Or do the monks. The full it. shave. But, uh, okay, I'm just saying, my, my own father, he did the comb over and everything. Dad, come on. Yeah, no, no I, I'm, I'm not doing that shit. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the... I think his dad, dad was... A, he tried to he tried to pattern after Humphrey Bogart because that was <laughs> he actually looked a lot he looked a lot like Humphrey Bogart. Okay, so yeah, no, still my hair, but so you know that's the way it goes. So, so now going into the final day, um, yeah, what are you looking forward to for a final day? I'll ask the others as well before we. Well, we up. just we just got anime totally lame anime put yeah. to bed now, and Mike Tool just did his Korean dubs. Now we're showing that movie, and that I, I got to say the. Um, bootleg anime from South Korea. I, I didn't see it here. I saw it at SakuraCon a couple years ago. Mm. It is my favorite oh. anime con- the problem, convention yeah, panel ever. I it's wish. so good. Yeah, yeah. I, and this is always the dilemma about doing Anime North. There's always something to do, and you miss out on other things. Well, everything, everything, everything I want to do conflicts. There's so many. There's been so many conflicts. Well, happens that way. Well, weekend, we, get, so. we get Mike Tool and Neil Dandelman together. Neil does the three-hour totally lame, and then mm-hmm. you know, I, I asked Mike first. He, a couple of years ago, he was up. I asked him for I didn't just schedule him. I said, do you mind doing a panel after Neil? You know, he said, hey, yeah, thanks for asking. But that works out great, you know, and you get a lot of synergy. We, well, yeah, that, that's, that's been what, there for a long time. And because of the way things are, because the bit, you know, we pull the wall back to make more room, and that works. That's a unique thing we do here. There's mm-hmm. some things we do here that... You know, because we're so spread out, we got the Sheridan and the and the other gaming and Yowie North down there. And by the way, you know, we we had a year where Yowie North went went to another hotel and it didn't quite work out. And gaming actually asked us, so uh, are those people coming back? Why? We had a lot. There was just a lot of energy with them around. Plus, they also yeah. there's a lot of gay gamers, so they like yeah, can the Yowie people come and. You just found it more fun with them. I was there again, and there definitely is energy yeah. in the oh, building. Yeah. I was there with Victor Lucas and stuff like well, that. There's definitely energy in the room. Let's well, they, put it that way, in that building. They made their own T-shirt because so, the, somebody who was running the game before said, well, can we move them out of here to somewhere else because the dealers aren't happy. Why? And I mean, that's why. Well, they referred to they're, they're, you know, whose people are you talking about? Those people in the room in the hall over there? So they, were, they made a T-shirt. That's their slogan. They wear the T-shirt. Those people in that room over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I still do remember the one year Donald's, do, we're doing an Endicon report, and Donald's talking about, and Yowie North, Donald, Yowie North was. And, and Donald said, Simmons, uh, you're referring to Donald, uh, yes. Donald Simmons, the, one ta- of the co-founders. And mm-hmm. he, yeah. And he referred to, yeah, and Yowie North is fabulous. I spoke up, Donald, Yowie North is always fabulous. <laughs> so, yeah, they love and we remember the years, Norm, where they were with us in the overnight and stuff like that. They were in New York room, remember? Yeah, we put and them. And I remember that. Yeah. And so they've grown leaps and bounds. Oh, yeah. Leaps and bounds. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious to see yeah. some of the reactions of people coming out of that room. Like, I mean, in the, Well, in that was back years. in the day. I yeah, think in those early there's some when I was my, There's probably observer. still reactions, but I think it's definitely an energy, a different energy definitely over there. <laughs> yeah, that's where we put it. Yeah, but it was fun. I didn't mind. It was fun having them. I remember bringing them for a big fan to use their room. He says, hey, do you know what this is? No, this is a Yowie fan. <laughs> they just brought them. <laughs> Thanks, you know, or stuff. But, yeah, it was, 
always fun having them there. But we, you know, with your expand, we move them down there. And they go along just fine, you know. Well, now they're Yowie and Yuri together, so. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they've definitely taken off both that and the gaming, and they've really created yeah. a community over there. And I, yeah. you, you feel the energy. You feel oh, yeah. the energy, and it's yeah. a great thing, and you learn stuff. Whether yeah. you go to any of the rooms. Well, Yowie is a thing. I think a lot of cons, I don't know they, how many have actual separate, but, yeah, they ask, can we try it? So, yeah, sure, and it's, it's, I think it's worked out, so. Don't forget, Toronto's a very diverse town in many ways, so. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you, as I, I keep saying, this is like, you get to see um, the good citizens that, well, that uh, in terms of anime fandom here. A, more, at least a lot of it. Well, There are bad moments, I know. Well, like you say, you know, you, you, we, all, we all get, you know, whether your your race, your creed, your color, whatever you want to do, we all get together to get our freak on, so, in a good way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. Just before I come to see, I was just getting the adult track underway. <laughs> <sighs> in the uh, cold cellar there, in the, uh, the uh, Paris room. Yeah. It used to be very cold. I'm not sure if it's still cold. I'd rather keep it cold. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> yeah, no, probably, it's, probably, it's probably it's probably a good idea. Because <laughs> it's probably a good idea. They basically come in hooting and holler and that. And you can tell who's got, who's got a strong stomach. They, okay, I'm going out. That's usually That's what we've seen. Is they Once again, some of the reactions of, of people I see leaving the room. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, so you're going to be up with the rest of the night along with the others? Like, I'm going to get some sleep at some point in time because I've got to be up in the morning to get things going. And For the final down. day, yeah. The final day, yeah. Well, I mean, well, another we'll year, to, right? Yeah, well, we'll have the charity auction going on for one. Raise money for because we raise money for That's always kids. been the tradition. Yeah. I know that as a tradition, so. Uh, what else is going on? But, yeah, it's so far, you know, we, we had, we were a little worried about the, the storm and the rain, but. Oh, yeah, like, it's been a couple of years. What's, what was your, like, well, okay, so what about the rain from, in terms of, from your well, view? Well, it's going to hold up. We had a couple, like in the morning, it was coming down pretty good, but then it stopped off. We were supposed to be, we worried we were going to get hit with a big rainstorm, but it suddenly just veered off. So. It definitely looked isolated, because I remember yeah. after our Fred panel, it must have been 5.30, I was going towards TCC, and then everyone just well, ran towards the TCC because we had the isolated thunder well, shower and stuff like that, but. Well, We've been really lucky today. I'd the say. one where we had because we had the outside uh, Genesis, uh, Genesis concert, mm-hmm. but they can run in the rain. The only worry they have about is lightning. I says, no, no, don't worry about lightning. Why? Lightning. That is Thor giving his approval. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch uh, Vikings, you'll get that one. Well, as always. Well, we, uh, you know, we don't have too much time left. No. But um, oh, we're about an hour thirty-seven. I'm just looking at my clock here, at the clock at the clock of the uh, of the run, yeah. of the episode. The clock has never held us back, Mike. Remember? Yeah. yeah after, well, I, I don't want to get into Avengers Endgame territory again either. But, I've um, seen longer movies, but they usually come with intermissions. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking, I Norm, is like, how did you like uh, Penguin Highway? Because I haven't seen oh, you there. Remember? Just one oh, last yes, time, right? yes, Penguin. I, I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought that it was, was good. a wonderful. I, 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 I gotta read the novel because the novel came yeah. out in April. Now it makes me wonder. So I gotta get that from the library. I hope we can show that next year. But that's that's Warner Eleven Arts, and they're the same people that have like Liz and the Bluebird and gave us permission to show that this year. So I'm hoping we can show that next year. But I love. 
I loved it. It was just a real fantasy, surreal. Yeah, like sci-fi fantasy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But that was that was a great one. It's like, of course, for some reason, the kid reminded me of Young Sheldon, but. Really? Wow! Was, I'll have to think about that one. Wow. No, he, he had uh, the. Yeah, he, I guess you're right. Now that I think about it, yeah, he, because he's like, I'm smart and I know everything and stuff yeah. like that. And now he's throwing this fish on a water situation. And I, th- I think, yeah, I, I think that's all the voice actor playing him is young Sheldon. So, but that was just a. As I said, I'm gonna have to write all these titles down again. I have, my, I at least I, this year I have a notebook. Well, this year we had a few, we had a few, again, good anime movies. You know, I saw My Hero Academia. That was a great ride. Uh, well, yeah, I, I saw, um, I saw, well, you put up, was it you who put up uh, Fate's Day, um, Heaven's Field, the first Heaven's Field movie? Or? That was a dark one. Well, you, no, we, that was the, the second one was the yeah. darker one. The first oh, one, we, yeah. the yeah, first the, one I put up, but I figured, okay, yeah. I can get away with this one, that, but yeah. that's a bonus, unfortunately. Well, the second one is, oh boy. It's too dark. much. I, I, let's put it this way. I'm not sure how well they were checking at that one convention we were going, but everyone got in, so I think they were above 18. Well, that was, that was in For, the, well, I mean, they showed that in the theater with, uh, with, well, it, was 14, it, was, it was 14A, 14A and BC. But you know what I so, mean? It's yeah. like, they still want to check and stuff like that. Like it was an AA for us. Like, I, okay, when I saw I saw that movie in theaters, and like seriously, have these people? This is the common experience I have I've heard about well, with people watching this movie in theaters. Has have these people never seen a sex scene in a movie before? Seriously, it's, I thought you were going to say, have they ever watched an HBO show before? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or or that? I guess I, I guess you see more right. sex in HBO shows than you do in movies these days, or right. at least Hollywood movies. But you know nothing, yeah. Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I'm not getting oh, into, no no Game of Thrones spoilers because yeah. Yeah well. <laughs> but uh, I I I, 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 I Twitter can't, already did that uh, for us, so we don't have to worry. I, it's tough anymore. for me we'll to avoid, but I'll live. All I know is the Mountain and the Hound. Are, uh, I think I've seen that one with Kane and the Undertaker. So way to go! Really? Yeah. Oh, way to go! That's yeah. Another one to think about now. But um, we, we also had drag. They did a reboot, uh, Dragon Ball Brawly, and I actually liked that one. How that they they went into the background. Nobody's ever done this before. Went through the background of the Saiyans and their history and that. And they, they took all these little details we've learned oh, yeah. over the years and sort of arranged it into something comprehensive. Mm. Yeah. And if, you, if, if it was the first Dragon Ball thing that you ever saw, the Brawly movie, if you watched that and then, then you went right into the first episode of Dragon Ball Z, you may be fooled into thinking that Akira Toriyama wasn't pulling everything out of his ass as he went along. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Broly was Broly was great. I liked it. Well, yeah, and it's it's not the, you're not good, it's no great stuff, but it, it gave you what you wanted. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward. I'm waiting to see what's. I've been watching One Punch Man. I'm waiting to see where they go. I know they're complaining about the animation's not as good as the first series because it's a different studio. But I the storyline though. I'm waiting to see where they go with that. I'd love to see a. Uh, one Punch Man movie, how they worked that one out. Yeah, as I said, mm-hmm. I'm still, still catching up on my stuff too. So, I still have to finish. Mm-hmm. I, I still have to finish Goblin Slayer. <laughs> Goblin Slayer too. Well, I don't know what anime movies are coming out. You you go to the Cineplex site, see what's there. It's all actually doing. That's the, interesting. Um, like how how's our Cineplex? The Eleven Arts website is apparently indicating that uh, the Sound Euphonia movie is coming in Canada. To Canada, but they also said that about Liz and the Bluebird last year, yeah. uh, and yeah. that only 
played in Vancouver know. theaters. And, and it played on the one, and I was working and I couldn't see it. <laughs> so the question Mark and I was talking to them on previous episodes is um, Saga of Tanya, the evil, the movie, and Crunchyroll put it on okay. American theaters a few weeks ago. Yeah. Now they did I, do Magus Bride. Yeah. And it was later, so I'm waiting to see if it okay. gets late June, early July. I, okay. But it's not a guarantee. I, I will Let's say, be honest. Saga Let's of Tanya, be honest. It's, a, it's a long time. Saga of Tanya the Evil, I was trying to get that into a theater in Vancouver. They actually, really? Crunchyroll told me they could not book it because it, their contracts said that it could only be that, that U.S. release they did. That's all that they were allowed well, to do for the first half of the year. Well, I don't know how that works. But well, there's one I'm going to be seeing after Anime North at the JCCC. We... we, we Sponsor movies there. Yes, we yes. And there's one called Modest Heroes. I'm waiting to see what that's. Well, is that's this, well I know. Um, when we when Kevin back gets back uh, on the mics towards the end of the episode, he we, we is this part of the um the Japanese um the film movie, fest? the film fest that's yes, coming up it in is. June. And we always we and always, I, I'm going to let Kevin hype it up later, but go yeah, ahead. We always sponsor movies there. You know, we did Black Buckler, the live one. It was great. We did. Girl walk on the night is short. I want to see that. It's so actually. good. It's that, so good. Like, it's I have not had the chance. Blu-ray. I think it's. Yeah, I just have not given. Like, I wanted to. see I, it. I saw that at Van City Theater. Uh, well, that's, that that's looks great. really that interesting. That is the Shout Factory. You can well, get twenty dollars. Remind me. The reason this one's so weird is it's by the same director so who was involved with Crane Sinchan. <laughs> So, wow, okay. Oh, wow, that's that an interesting wow yeah. that's going way back. That expl- but he worked in Crane, so that explains something. A few, a lot of things. It could explain Modern, a lot. Actually. Well, so what was the name? The Poke- Mary and the Witch's Flower. That's the same, same studio that Mary's and the Witch's Flower was like, yeah, hey, look, we're just like, well, they, it's ex-studio Ghibli artists, so I'm looking forward to that. I'd see what else shows up. To- it's, I'm just amazed that Anime is coming out in the big theater where for years. Well, yeah, this has become a like outside of rep. I, I, I've noticed this outside like, of rep theaters. It's we're seeing them in, yeah, in we cinemas. We were talking about that like the last few weeks. We talked about um, Oko's Inn, which I went to see, and then we went to talk about Back to um, the Trooper. Yeah, no, that that was and that's a child's novel. Remember mm-hmm. that in Japan. So that was an interesting experience going oh, through that. We'll have to just keep keeping up. Uh, there's a release of Millennium Actress yes. uh, coming up, but that has not been announced. Well, for the for three. For and they're doing the a new theaters. dub, not the Richard Epcar dub that was in yep. the UK and stuff like that. Because remember, it was under Spielberg and them that mm-hmm. they did well. Ghost in the Shell 2 and they did Millennium Actress. I think those are the only two they licensed. Uh, under, under, the, under the Go Dream Fish. Go, Go Fish. Fish. Is, yeah, was it Go uh, Fish? Yeah, Go it was Fish. Go Fish. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I'm, I, as I said, I'm so not keeping up sometimes. Well, that was... A millennia ago, I guess, in our uh, thinking. <laughs> well, the big thing, right, I think, Cineplex is still, they're now doing Ghibli, the Ghibli Fest again, where mm-hmm. every month mm-hmm. they're showing a Ghibli movie. Yeah, we so. didn't get that last year, but they, they brought it back this year. Yeah, well, so, you, know. you don't need to do that every year. It's, well, they do, do it every year in the States. <laughs> well. I guess certain ones you can. Like, I know they oh, were yeah. hyping up uh, Howl's Moving Castle, I think, was mm-hmm. 10 years uh, Kiki's yes. delivery service yes. was 30 years, I want to say. You know what I mean? So those well, they're are, trying they're to do uh, a whole bunch of different things. I told you about the, the <clears throat> dinner and, like, they did the dinner and movie type of thing with uh, Kiki's. The crepes done at, um, at, uh, at a Kiki's uh, event uh, mm-hmm. a few, some months ago. So I think it was late last year. A- anyway, I think we're, um, we're over time, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, best, don't don't uh, matter to me, but uh, I got to get, see what's going on back yeah. to place. Hopefully the... Well, let's see what's going on there. Um, Hopefully they haven't left any stains there, but... 
Oh my! Oh boy! They never do. They just hoot and Never, hold. really? That's great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're respectable well, gentlemen, I'm sure. And ladies. Do, do, you, do, you, give out, do you give out, like, cornflakes or something? <laughs> There's a thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So. In, 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 um, sorry, let me re-plug in my... Uh, accidentally unplug... In, in, in leaning back, my, um, my uh, yeah. earphone... My headphones came unplugged. <laughs> just, you know... In well, my own face palm there. But hey, I'm just glad that things have, you know, we, we all, we had kind of a rough year in many ways, you know. Mm-hmm. In fact, you and you saw Eileen, she. Yeah, I know. And I, she hinted to me when, when like, she's, how, like, how's she feeling this, how's she feeling now? How's she feeling today? Tired and sore, you know, but considering a few, a few months ago what. She had a medical she, emergency. Oh, yeah. So, um, I, I, she looked, like, as I said, she, she was hanging in there the first time I saw her. Well, and then she looked a little better today. So um, I'm glad to see. So yeah, that's well, nothing compared. I mean, that's like well, I got nothing compared to what she's got. What's helped her is she, she she got a new kitten, mm-hmm. Pixie. Way and to go! The little thing is this. Oh, great! Well, in some and in some cases it can be mind mind over matter. Um, once again, thank you. Okay. Thank uh, once and again, thank you. You're, as I said, um, mm-hmm. please, you know, if I'll try and get in touch a little sooner earlier yeah, in the year. Yeah, but uh, you're you're welcome again. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, every thanks for everything thus far, That's especially right. that the office um, oh, earlier yeah. today. That yeah, was. I'm glad that worked out. I'm. I hope. I, I hope you enjoy the conversation we had. Fred and I had. So. I'll do my best to listen up. When, when, when we put it up, send me the link. So. I'll uh, when I when it goes up, I'll uh, send you a linker and then I'll put it on Twitter and for sure. For and sure. in the meantime, and in between times. <laughs> Good to see you, Norm. Okay. All right, Here, so um, that's it. That's well, not 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 not. That's that. We'll take the break. Are you uh, gonna stick around, or you want you're gonna be off too, Jason? Uh, yeah. Depends how much longer you're going. Probably no more than five minutes in this final se- uh, segment. Uh, I'll that means around. we'll probably okay. another <laughs> hour. Let's uh, no, no, no. <laughs> give or take. So <laughs> let, let's um, let's take take a quick break, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, we'll wrap it up right after this. It's the roundtable from Anime North on the Six Talk Podcast Network. So uh, this is it. Um, last segment of what's been a bunch of very unique episodes in this show's history. And as I said, we're, you'll hear them in the, you'll, the ones we haven't put up yet officially. We'll put up pretty well, quick. But what about the show we censored, Mike? Remember that one? Way back. <laughs> in, 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 back in version one. Um, no, there's the other one that didn't get released at all. Yes, Which that's the one I'm there, there was one with Adam yes. and Neil that just never came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, Neil. I, uh, I have to give him a call later still, too. Okay, so um, once again, contact information before we really get uh, started. We'll talk a little more at length about Anime North in coming weeks. Um, we've said enough, plenty tonight. As I said, this, this has been a three, some very unique recordings. Some volunteers and congoers did last night. We had talked with Fred Schott uh, as our first major guest earlier today and we had jesse uh, our first major um guest from other podcast another podcast so, yes uh, jesse beveridge not to be confused with chris beveridge from the <laughs> wait a minute i'm guessing that's happening from time to time huh? you were you no, did no, listen no, to the episode last night wait, that, is, that 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 is the first time anyone has made that mistake for the record <laughs> I, and now you're going to go, for the rest go, of your jesse, life, right? jesse made a parent earlier in the episode that he listened to last night's episode 
Last night or the uh, last episode, the epi- last week's episode. Last, no, last week, night, last week's episode. Did you make that mistake again? No. So just, now no, you know the, the truth time. that Mike never edits for content, only for time. <laughs> Although we had much of it. Anyway, um, so once again, our Twitter feed is at Anime Roundtable. Um, if you want to email us, because nobody really does, um, Anime Roundtable at gmail dot com, and of course we're online, so you can see the entire archive of the show on our um, on our blog. AnimeRoundtable.com, of course, Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Hopefully, we'll try a few other catchers. Um, I thank you for Je- to Jesse Betteridge. Zanon, Zanon.ca is the website. Correct. Um, uh, Twitter feed, same thing. Uh, Twitter feed. Well, my per- there there is a at Zanon Canada Twitter. I, I prefer if you people follow my personal Twitter at Jay Betteridge, but you can follow both. I, great. I yeah, my own for reference, my own personal Twitter is Okina Blue. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, and I put up non-anime stuff on that, including the pictures of the uh, Japanese women's curling team. Yeah, and I have um, an email as well, Canada at gmail.com. I also uh, very rarely get email in it. We can email each other. Yeah, though, yeah. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> Sir, I, mean I, I know Surat and, the AW, Surat and Clarissa and Gerald and the AWO gang there can make an entire episode of just emails. Well... That's them. That's them. So, yeah. I, I'm jealous in, some, in many ways in that sense. Uh, one thing I should have uh, t- joked with Norm is maybe next year also I'll, I'll, I'll try to learn uh, how to try doing a panel and try and organize it through him. I'm jealous of, that, of what you did. I, I am oh, envious of, your, of um, your work. That was impressive. I really enjoyed that. So Good. I have to say, I, really, I honestly have to say that I <laughs> really right, yeah. enjoyed. No, give it a shot. You, should, yeah. you can totally. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, probably, I'm sure there are many things far, you could do. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't, wouldn't be as funny. And uh, you, and if enough, enough people listen to the show, you can guys can take guess what I, what I'd be surmising and thinking for an idea. But we'll leave that for another time. We have an, we have another we have an entire year to I have an entire year to think about that. So um, I guess that's and that that's a, sort of the topic for the going once around the table for our for, for final insults as we liked to call them. One thing you are looking forward to in the future, I'm looking forward to, I already said it, uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what, all, what other things we can do under this, uh, under this new banner and some of the things we found out. Hopefully other guests, guests get to do the show and maybe something, uh, maybe a panel, uh, a panel to the levels of what, um, what uh, Jesse and Mike Tool and um, Mike Tool uh, do for uh, myself. Kevin. Um, you said you wanted to mention a little bit more about the upcoming Japanese um, Japanese film festival. Oh going yeah, on the JCCC. Uh, so just because I always feel like we should talk about upcoming events a little more often, so it felt That's, which is a gag in this show because we always talk about them after they've happened. Yeah. So the Toronto Japanese Film Festival happens every year uh, in June. It happens throughout the entire month. So. Uh, they do that at the JCCC, the Japanese Canadian Cultural Center, and that's North York, right? Yeah, yeah, just off the DVP, off the um, like east, east north. Yeah, yeah. So they play a lot of they play like a good. They have like twenty five or thirty films that they're screening this year. This year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they always screen a couple of anime movies. Uh, as as Norm alluded. To. Yes, they they always do. They usually do uh, sponsor a couple of those films. So, this year's anime movie is, uh, it was what Norm alluded to. Um, that one is by the, uh, it's by one of those former Ghibli directors. So, he, so not only did he do uh, Mary and the Witch's Flowers, he also did Arietti. So, 
That one's like a comp. I think they're d- it's a, one of those different story movies where we have like five or six different little short films. They're just going to combine it all into one. It, it was released. It had a Fathom Events release in the U.S. earlier this year, but uh, and it, it Van City Theater in Vancouver mm-hmm. uh, screened mm-hmm. it during a, uh, a festival. I missed it unfortunately, uh, and I I don't know if it's screened anywhere else in Canada. So I far. think we'll like the, get it at least physical because I think it's a G Kids I mean, release we all, from what I we'll understand. Always get, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll yeah. get it we'll get it physical, but like yeah. but the theatrical stuff is, has been very spotty. Uh, yeah. Over the past couple of years, and all they had to deal is with one uh, distributor, Mr. Cineplex. Yeah, I mean, which is we, kind of a funny story when we think about it, because it was Famous Players and Cineplex, and Famous Players was bigger than Cineplex, but yeah. they're the ones that came out. It's funny it when was, you think back in the day. Weird, oh, yeah. boy. Um, but but I, I hey at at Landmark Theaters, uh, they had some screenings of Broly and for uh, the second. Fate Stay Night movie. Is there a, is there mm-hmm. a landmark in in the GTA? There's a couple, but they're further north. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of the other theaters are few and far between. I, I feel like I feel we're mostly Cineplex now. Mm-hmm. We have a couple Thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this much about the film festival. Is that like sorry? Is there anything else you want to add for about uh, the festival? They're doing. They're also going to do a rerun of Oko's Inn and Penguin Highway, but those will be in August. Okay. Um, looking forward to two films in particular, though. One is uh, one is the Masquerade Hotel. So it's one of those it's one of those movies where like a murder happens at a in a hotel, and everyone's trying to fi- figure out who the killer is. That's going to be the opening reception movie. And then their uh, their eighteen plus movie screening is uh, <laughs> Call Boy. So it actually goes in depth about the life of this person who decides to become a male escort. And the 18 plus movies are always interesting. An interesting go around. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will put up the link for the Japanese, uh, for the um, Japanese film festival. As I said, it takes, as mentioned, it takes place at the JCCC, um, which is an interesting building. And um, when the, um, when the now former Japanese emperor visited Canada almost a decade ago, he actually visited there. So one of the things I remember on one of my visits, they had a loot, there was a video screen there's a small screen and it was constantly looping pictures from that from the emperor's visit from akihito's visit on the topic of since we talked about the emperor earlier with uh with Mm -hmm. fred and i I think back to those other things where i think it was the previous uh jade meeting and that was in hokkaido and he talked about the previous emperor not akihito but uh thingy about coming to uh, japan sorry coming to canada after the war and stuff like that, and going on that whistle stop train mm-hmm. tour, and that we was an interesting yeah, we, we experience. That we careful about because we don't want to hint too much about the interview itself until yeah, South. yeah, no. One other thing I will say though is um, uh, we, we since in the past we also mentioned the Vancouver Asahi uh, in, in a past in a past in a past episode. Um, mm-hmm. The the fest festival a couple of years ago did show the movie as well. So um, and I know from what I understand it was sold out too. So. Uh, it's a good it's a good festival if you want to if you want to see it. Sometimes a lot of the stars and the directors involved with these films show up for these. So um, they will have some of those people there. Yeah. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. if you want to do some uh, different type of stargazing, check that set. It'll be worth checking out. Check the link there. Twelve bucks a movie. Yeah, not bad. James, yeah. one thought, and we have to be fast. 
Really, yeah, we have no, to be fast. No, no, I, I don't think there's any thoughts. It's uh, well, like another fun day at Anime North, and there's always something new. Every time you find something else, I was at the gaming section with Victor Lucas in incredible time and went to check out the TCC in the rain, and that was interesting in its own right. <laughs> yeah, I guess And well, then, uh, as we said, uh, remember to listen to uh, the interview with Red Shot if you haven't already, because... It was, I well, think, we uh, it very good. As of I this think moment, Mike was at, at the top of his game. As, as, of, as of this uh, moment, it's not up, but we will have it up uh, later. Probably uh, by the time we week. put this up. So. Yeah, well, maybe a couple days after we put this episode up. Anyway, um, from a personal standpoint, uh, I guess uh, from my own standpoint, we'll get a chance to talk a little bit more about Anime North, and, and I guess we'll, we'll now be episode 12, or is it 13? I, I've lost count. But um, from, a, from a, my standpoint, once again... Um, well, we're pretty much done. So a personal, sta- a personal thank you one more time to the gang here at Anime North, to specifically um, Eileen and Norm McAvoy uh, for um, really helping us out, spe- uh, really helping us out uh, and facilitating a lot of things, a lot of new things for us uh, this year. So um, thanks for them. And as I, said, uh, as I said last year, and I'll say it one more time, we will be back without fail. With that in mind, uh, that's it for this episode. Um, We'll see you back at the Six Point Studio uh, sometime in June. And we'll talk to you then. Good night from Toronto. This has been the Anime Roundtable.